Was retrograde right there. Retrograde was like, oh, you got a good thing going on? Spit. Cute. Oh, you thought you was doing something? Oh, oh, look at you attempting. Look at you trying to make things happen. Did you try? Did you try in this economy? That's legit what just happened. Um, for, for those that are just coming in, you heard us. On live, but not on the actual show. Um, we had like a, what do you call that? A domino effect yeah. of all the electronics <laughs> all fall at the same time. And oh, it's like, <laughs> just cracks and just all just fall to pieces. But yeah, uh, if anyone did not know, we are what, a week or so into what? It's fine. It, it's fine. I could just, I could just slide. I could just slide right here. It's good. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. It's fine, guys. But you can't even see. All you see is boobs. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <sighs> it's, we're not ending it. Okay, you already ended it. Okay. I mean, we tried. We tried. We gave it. Oh shit. <laughs> It's about living in vain. I don't understand what's happening. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's always oh this stuff happens all the time. Oh my gosh. Hey y'all. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just sit here up in my room. It's so much. Brandy. It's okay. so much happening. It's so much happening, and I'm not sure why. But it's okay. It's okay. We're back. We are. And my depression has jokes. <laughs> so follow you who may or may not have been able to hear everything that just fell to pieces a few seconds ago. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. And this is what happens when you're live and in the studio. But this is my depression. Spotify, you will not see any of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. My, it's this, fine is, this is my depression. Got jokes, the podcast where we, uh, Damn, we do so we do much. Shit. We do so much. Uh, the podcast where we disarm the stigma of mental ashiness and mental health through humor. Yes. I'm Joy. And I am Montreal. And welcome to the show. Yes. Um, yeah, just want to make sure everything. Make sure you good. follow us, guys, on Instagram and Facebook. Yes, definitely. Yes. Uh, maybe you can hear me now. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me now? No. Good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I said no. Look, good. <laughs> Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. 
on the horizon if you're looking for another Cena show to sponsor. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah, here we are. Doing. Or Sprint, you know. Doesn't matter. I miss I don't know. I miss Sprint. I went to Verizon over the summer, and Verizon is trash. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. We're good. Everything's the kids fine. are right. Everything's, kids are right. everything's on fire, and we're fine. Okay. Um, we're going to sit in this chair. That's all that matters. Now I just admire the fire. Come on. This is fine. This is in fine. a little warm flame. Right. You never know when you just needed a mm. fireplace. You just need to be toasted. Yeah. Make like a marshmallow. Make a marshmallow. Yeah. like I... I some people you may you get lemons and you make them into lemonade. Some people have yes. some people Come have on, their Beyonce. houses set on fire. And you know what I made? S'mores. Yes. So it's all about perspective. Mm-hmm. It's all perspective. So yeah. So we are not alone in the studio. <laughs> oh my god. I'm going to let Montreal introduce one of our special guests today. This is my. <laughs> let me take this fucking mic off the stand. So if you guys do not know who the fuck I'm about to introduce you to the fuck ready, this is my friend, one of my longest and bestest friends of ever, um, Adrian. I've known Adrian since um, high school. We went to, and I hear an echo of my voice. Yes. Is that what I sound That's how you like? sound. Oh, y'all like to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Back to age. Right. So... Very, very good friend of mine. Um, we've been knowing each other since high school. We've went to a lot of shit together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This thing called life. Thing so called life. she kind of introduced me to the topic that we're going to be discussing today. Yes. Um, we went to college together as well, and we fucked up shit there too. Okay. So now we're as adults trying to piece those together, the things that we fucked up. Um, <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> so. That is literally it. Yeah. I try, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is my girl, Age. Yes. Hi. Say hi hello, Age. hello. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she has the Janet Jackson of the group. She has to whisper. <laughs> no, just wow. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Damn, guys. Like, so. Look right. better Janet Jackson than Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> First of all, it's Aretha. It's your life. <laughs> beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. At least um, I'm not Fantasia. She likes to scream a lot. Like, for no reason. Go ahead. <laughs> It's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> so um, what we normally do in the very beginning of the show is that we talk about the current events and things that have been happening in the last week since we last sat before you. And I don't know, for me, it's been kind of a quiet week, but I've also uh, been dealing with little echoes of retrograde. Mm-hmm. Retrograde actually started, I believe, the 5th of March. Um Fuck you, Mercury. <laughs> it's specifically Mercury retrograde. The one that people tend to fear the most because it's the one that deals with communication. Mm-hmm. So typically things that are coming up for review, it's like the pop quiz of the universe. Mm-hmm. Remember that thing you was working on six months ago? Here's a pop quiz. We need to make sure that you are still in the space where you're, <laughs> where you're open to talking about these things. You said that you've grown. Okay, cool. We're going to make sure that you grow and... We're going to throw shit at you to make right. sure that you grow. So some people view it as... I don't like growth. <laughs> some people view it as, as it going backwards or the planet's going backwards because the planet is at a standstill. So it looks, it seems that it can be going in a backwards trajectory. But it's mainly, what are you reviewing in your communications? Are you checking everything that you need to check? Did you back up your shit? All those things that play into... Mer- 
Mercury retrograde. And now you have a virus. <laughs> oh, <gasps> we have another special guest. Oh Let me answer God. the phone. Who could this be? Oh my gosh. Hello. Can y'all hear me? Yes. <laughs> yes. Is this bitch online? <laughs> y'all know, like, it was a struggle for me to get into a comfortable position. Y'all know I'm on this, like, oh, I'm like temporary disabled shit. So, you know, I'm just trying to roll around the bed, trying to get comfortable. I didn't roll into a position that I couldn't get the fuck out of. So I was like, will I be able to call these stickers? And tell Ernest ass get back from the grocery store. And I was like, let me just see if I just start kicking my leg and roll right back over. Yes. I don't know why I do this to myself. We succeeded. You know, sometimes, you know, when your body be in pain, you get into a certain position, and then you be like, this feels good, but how do I get out of it? Yep. Oh, that's the worst. Because you be like in the middle of the bed, like, how am I supposed to get off the bed? How am I going to do this? It feels so good somebody to be here. Drag it do. You be like, somebody just grabbed my ankles and just dragged me across. Me. <laughs> just, me. just place me where I'm supposed to go. Did you say drag you by your edges? Exactly. By her ankles. By oh. ankles, not my edges. I was now, like, why would you do this? If there's one thing that I don't play about, it's my edges Come on. and my nigga. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know I didn't have edges since edges was edges. Okay. Come on. Amen. I had edges since some drunkers in the grass. Uh, so, you came in hot. Yes. So, we're going to make sure that we introduce you introduce yourself just as hotly. So, who is on the mic right now? Oh, this is Kaylin. Hey, y'all. I'm back. I know it's been a few months, but it is that thing going on. So <laughs> I'm back up in this thing. Yeah. Literally hogtied me and hogtied. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to hogtied. Brought me in. <laughs> I don't even know how to hogtied. Like, Thursday. <laughs> So yes, since it's me, Kaylin, hey. your favorite um, educator and spiritual, not guru, but you know, novice young lady out here just doing the thing. Yes. Uh, you know, Fuck shout out to, you, to y'all for having me again. Of course. So since you already touched on it and I have not seen the interview as of yet, I'm still contemplating whether or not I want to watch it. Because that whole oh, I didn't watch it. I saw clips of it. I'm I've seen clips too. Don't. Every, every the time clips I've that seen you a saw clip, it's was been, the interview. Uh, Basically, every clip that I've seen, I've had, I did not have That's the sound it. on. So, but what are, what are the general thoughts of the interview and the parts, the clips, the things that we have seen of R. Kelly versus Gail? Not well, versus Gail. Go off, sis. <laughs> on IG, I, I, I often turn to a woman named Shirley. Hmm. Um, you know, the, uh, y'all know the filter where the old hat, it got like the little hat. In the red lip, and it yep. got like a little, the little net in the front, like yep. the grandma hat you'd be wearing to the funeral. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I, you know, I channel myself through that, through that filter, um, <laughs> and say a lot of the things that normal Kaylin really don't give a fuck about, but Charlene do. Mm. And Charlene yes. said that he just need to stop with all that carrying on. He need to hush up, and he just need to stop with all that carry on. Like, sir, it's it's okay. Like you, we know you did it. Right. Like, you're going to go you ain't to jail. Nobody. Like, there's no way around. Like, there's no, there's no reason for him to be doing interviews about this because he's already going to be in jail for right. it. So it's well, like a waste of time. It's like if Bill Cosby would have been doing interviews. Like, we don't need that because we know you're going to jail. So, like, the pr- the proof is in the pudding. Like, we and then you have like back child support, one hundred sixty thousand dollars. Like, there's no reason <laughs> for you to be on television screaming and hollering in this chopper suit. 
you got people like massaging your shoulders and yeah. you got those two ladies up there crying, yeah. looking ridiculous. And I'm just sitting there looking at him like, okay, so you, you've done all this yelling, this crying, this oh, fake crying and, and oh, these no theatrics. Way. Now what? Right. You're still going to jail. Yeah. So what was the purpose? If, you, if you're not going to jail for this, you're definitely going to jail for child support. So it's either or. Yes. Both, both and sis. you're going to jail. <laughs> both of them. Someone well, your just, career is over. Your career been over, dog. Someone just posted like all his child support, so he's not going to jail for that part anymore because they, you know, they wrote that one hundred sixty thousand dollar check mm. so that he can get out of jail again. How do you cape so, so much for what we gonna do? predatory behavior? How Why you not? Gonna, you know, you, not not to help anybody. No, right. no, for, to no. help R. Kelly. Yes, the entertainer pay for his child. Because you love stepping the name of love, and your grandma used to clap when you, whenever you sang, "I believe I can fly." Yes, and that was your favorite movie when you were six. So it's like, uh, that's it. That's I don't know one. what child care center she worked at because I don't know not one damn child care director that makes enough money to write a hundred thousand dollar check. No, yeah. baby girl, she let me finish. That right there. She must no. do herbalize. Something. <laughs> she got to herbalize or something because she got two sources of income. She was in a lawsuit. And she got a settlement, so she used that settlement check to pay for. That's just his, as bad as you, you know, winning the lottery and putting some money in your man's books. That's what that sound like. Damn. The, the settlement money is for you to go get your hair done. So exactly. You go on a cruise. Exactly. Like, girl, what are you doing? Exactly. You're, <laughs> ruin, you're ruining good money. Here you go. Here you go. And uh, you, you're going to lose business because the ones that have since have since snatched out their kids from your home base mm-hmm. child care center. So, all that for what, sis? He my friend. Okay. I is got, he? I, is he? I've had friends. Exactly. A friend. I, right. I've had friends and ain't shit, and then I had to realize, mm, my friend ain't mm. shit. Got to move on. I ain't bailing nobody out of jail, period. Friend or not. Ernest get locked up tomorrow, nigga. I ain't got it. Why the fuck you in jail in the first place? Let's that, have a conversation. That part too. What did you do? That part now, too. they put you in jail unwrongfully. Trust and believe I'm protesting out front with Black Lives Matter. But <laughs> if that's not the case. You doing dumb shit, acting a fool, and you get arrested for like indecent exposure or something. I'm not getting bailing you out. You gotta no. call your mama. No, you did that shit on your own. So no. what I just heard was don't call Caitlyn. All right. Don't. Okay. No. Continue. No, that's valid. That's valid. I mean, that's cool. If I yeah. go to jail, don't call Caitlyn. Cool. I'm not using that one phone call. I'm not using that one phone call. Depends on what you're going to jail. Don't, don't do that. Know. Cause I would embarrass your ass. They gonna hear me yelling at you through the phone. Exactly. Why the who? Why the fuck you in there? Why, why the fuck would you call my job chat? Right. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> me in jail. Oh, okay. Thank you so much. Thanks, me. You know I would be on there like you know I'm in one of these positions I can't get out of. Why are you gonna <laughs> roll off the bed? Now I'm on the goddamn floor. Going off. That's why I can't have no kids. Cause what if I have kids and my kids decide to be on love at the lockup or something? Now I gotta mm. be embarrassed and cuss them out. Mm. I love how you say your kids decided to like you gotta like you gotta apply for it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, is you on real world? Nah, nah, nah. Fuck it. <laughs> they are bringing real world back. Apparently, shut up. You know there I always are a lot of reboots that are coming. Me too. No, actually, College Hill. I will go back to college just to be on college jail. They're not bringing that back. No, they're not bringing college jail back. But, but they're definitely they don't even back. have enough. The alumni don't give enough money to the HBCUs for them to afford to do it. That part. Girl, all right. So, because here we are looking at being in college, like uh, mm. they got not they, even my. They are. Oh Lord. Ernest is calling me. I'm about to decline the call and text him because he's being ridiculous. You know, he 
know damn well. See, that's why, that's why y'all shouldn't be getting married. See, I, I want to be married. I want to be in love. But then niggas be calling you when you're doing something and you be pissed. I try to tell y'all niggas. <laughs> that's the reason. <laughs> that's it. That's the one. So they, they are bringing back a lot of reboots. Uh, there's a reboot of Daria right now. Or at least coming out soon. And no one called me. Yeah, I don't know if it's mm. out yet, but it's it's in the works. There's a reboot no of the Sandlot. There's a reboot of the Real World. There's so many reboots that are coming out. How do you feel about reboots? Mm, okay, so I am not watching a lot of these things, hmm. like the reboot of Charmed. Why am I doing that to myself? There is a reboot of Charmed. Why would I do that to myself? It looks stupid. It looks Tina Bopperish. It's on the CW. Oh, exactly. Well, yeah. Next case. Well, didn't what wasn't Charm on CW first time? It was. Like it was, but it's not the same thing. Oh. It's not the same thing. Um, um, Black Lightning is great. It's not a it's not a reboot, but it's great. Yeah. So check out Black Lightning. Yeah. <laughs> I think well, a lot of these reboots. One day will be sponsored. I think a lot of these reboots are just they refuse to pay people for original content. That's Say all. it. Yes. They know it costs more. It costs more money to like fund original content and new writers and all this new shit that people want to do. So they were just like, oh, let's just get the shit that already came out and just, you know, add a couple niggas to it and call it a reboot. Right. And now we got a reboot of a show. She said add a couple like, niggas Like to Fuller it. House, like that was unnecessary. Yeah. That yes. whole... And, it's not and that I good. tried to get into it. It wasn't a bad show, but it was just like, y'all could have literally just made a new show based on DJ's life. Like, period. Like, y'all yeah. didn't have to... Like, it could have just, why did we have to bring all these niggas back? They old, decrepit. We don't want that. They tired. But yeah. You know, it was, yeah. Just, I watched it once they don't when I was getting my hair braided, and I was like, this isn't good. It's not good. I yeah, they, never watched it. I just, I just they I don't want to pay people. That yeah, that's true, too. Any black people in it. Like, I have a quota. Yeah. Black people I need to see. <laughs> yes. Am I am I meeting my quota and not the default black person that you just expect to be there? They're there because of a diversity hire. So do they actually? I'm just I'm just not loud. <laughs> do they actually have a yeah. plot there? Or I, are they just there? I can't watch white television. Come on. So you know what? Mm-mm. As a person I that can't. loves white TV, sometimes you <laughs> have to watch it. You know, I can't. Dystopian I tried, but I, white I TV is my thing. It gives me actual anxiety. Just like I can't watch any, like I can't watch all of Underground. I can't watch Greenleaf. I can't Same. watch a lot of black shows where like bad stuff are happening to black yeah. people. Like Same. I gotta keep that. Sh- so I watch Bernie Mac on repeat because that gives me enough drama, but yeah. I know what's gonna happen because I've seen the seasons like three thousand times. Yeah, I can't do the, I can't. the trauma porn of a lot of black shows. Oh I yeah, can't do it. I've ne- I did watch Underground because it it did suck me in on a lot on some of the key plot points, but mm-hmm. I've never really, I've ne- never gotten into Greenleaf, never gotten into Queen Sugar. I'm like I'm tired of our narratives of constantly being like, oh, what am I gonna do? I heard Mama Queen died? Sugar was really good and though. Oh, I- I've heard. No, good, I've heard too. It's but it's like, inducing. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, it's, I don't like, know. it's a okay. lot. It's heavy. Oh shit. And you don't always want to be. You have this is us. You have what one scandal used mm-hmm. to be on. You have how to get away with murder. You have all these shows that are purposely playing with your emotions and your feelings mm-hmm. to elicit some sort of emotion, mm-hmm. and you, mm-hmm. you're left empty after a while. And then you want to turn around and watch shows that you like that are funny, like Insecure or. Yes, Atlanta or and I can appreciate those shows because there are it's not a linear path of I'm going to take you from here to here we're going to have a bottle episode when you meet this 
Michael Jackson adjacent dude that's in a, a freaking big mansion somewhere. And we're going to do the entire episode about that. Mm-hmm. We're going to do an episode over here where we pretend to be BET, but we don't tell you. <laughs> so it's like, it, I could watch something like that because that gives me a nuance that all black people do not love trauma. All black Agreed. people do not. That doesn't, that, we have more narratives than grandpa died and we got to make sure that we get all of his money out the TV. Mm. Like, we, we have more things to be So, we're not about. watching the Tyler Perry shows. Is no. From everyone. <laughs> I don't. Oh, wait a no, minute now. House of Pain, we have me weak sometimes. Like, but that's House of Pain. Like, I'll turn to That it. still goes I on. I turn to it. Yeah. But it, it was just already it, on yeah. the TV. It came back. But it'd be already on the TV. I'll watch it. But everything else, I'm not doing it. And I'm yeah. going to tell you why. Because I cannot, I'm not very good at sitting through along anything. Like, I'm a part of the YouTube culture now where I can only watch 20 minutes or less. And if I'm going to sit Damn. through an hour of television, it has to be complete trash. Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yes. Love After Lockup. Those are the type of things that I, like, that's the type of white people I like to see. The love after lockup. <laughs> that's they my favorite brand of white shit. people. Like, that's what I like. Like, you might, you know, they look like they may or may not, like, suck dick for McDonald's. Like, that's the type of shit I like to watch. Mm. So... If it's going to be an hour long of television, I need to see some trash. And I mean, not just like love and hip hop, I'm going to throw a drink at you trash. I mean, right. like. I'm going to draw a scripted drink at you trash. Maybe having a breakdown and ripping the producer's shirt off trash. That's what I like. Oh my God. Why didn't people tell me that um, like the Housewives of Atlanta was still like showing? Because I stopped yeah. like a month ago. Yeah. Yes. But it got, it's I the, guess, since Nini or whoever geez. isn't there anymore, they, I've never been a. Housewife. Mimi's still there. What's she still there. Oh, she. Oh, yeah. she must have just came back. Yeah, she came oh. at like two she years been, ago. Mm. She came well, back. Somebody like left. Where you been at? Mimi did the leave. So is back. Somebody well, left. Nini leaked. Oh, back. it was. What's her okay. face? No, it, the, the, the other last... one. Kenya left this season. Oh, anyway. Oh, yeah, because I mean, she had a baby and stuff. So I mean, I wouldn't I mean, be on the show either. It's somebody else that left. What's her? What's homegirl? That husband. Oh, oh, Phaedra. Phaedra was my Phaedra was my favorite. That's who left. That's who I'm thinking about. Phaedra. I love messy Phaedra. Oh, I don't like Phaedra. She's ugly, but inside and out. I love messy Phaedra. The last episode I watched. She's dating a man that looks like Apollo. Oh, jeez. All right. So there's that. So there's your fave. Right. Is this your king? Right. Is this your king? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we uh, we we're gonna move on. <laughs> we're just gonna move on. All right. <laughs> so getting to the feature of this conversation, uh, we really want to focus and start and spark some new conversations and dialogues. That is hilarious about how how we got into these spaces of being energy healers, energy workers, um, ancestor reverence, those of us that read tarot. And we want to start from the beginning, how we got to this place, how we work individually in this place and the things that we do towards the collective or help towards the collective. And where are we going from here? So, Caitlin, because you can't see us, I want to make sure that I start with you so you know where to come in. So, how did you start on the journey that you're on now as far as metaphysical, spiritual, all that jazz? Um, well, it started when I was a child. So, my mom had a best friend named India whose mama had a booth at the flea market in Richmond. And she used to always braid my hair and stuff for me. And whenever I would go to their house, she always had the Nog Shampa on fleek, on tap. And I was obsessed with that smell. And I just noticed that, like, whenever I was at her house, she would have all these different, like, 
crystals. Well, now I know what they are, like crystals and like little Buddha statues and just like different stuff. Like her house environment always felt different. Mm-hmm. And I used to always be like, hmm, this is interesting. So from that point forward, I was just always interested in different things. And my mom is from Sacramento, California, so she's very eclectic. So when we were living in Richmond, she was very like going to the Elwoods before it became gentrified and like mm. going to like the crystal shops and stuff like that. So we would do a lot of like holistic stuff. So like elderberry, black sea oil, um, all that type of stuff was a part of my normal life when, I, when my mom had custody of me. So that's what I thought was normal. And my mom was always very now would be considered very, like, California-ish, but she was mm-hmm. always very, like, open-minded and, like, introducing me to do new, new stuff. Mm-hmm. When I got older, I always noticed that, like, I had, like, I would sense certain things or I would feel certain things deeply in my body to where it could make me sick. Because I used to get mm-hmm. sick a lot when I was little. So I would mm-hmm. have strep throat yeah. or tonsillitis every single spring like clockwork. And now that I'm an adult, I know that has everything to do with my throat chakra. But that was during a time where I was being abused and I wasn't talking about the abuse and I was very afraid to talk. So I was very, very like um, sheltered because of the abuse that I was experiencing with different family members and just the environment that I was living in and stuff like that. So I wasn't able to really speak how I wanted to. So my throat chakra was always conflicted. I was always getting sick. And then I moved back to California when I was about 13 and because um, I had lived there back and forth. And my grandma's husband, not my grandpa, but the man she married after my grandpa, he had passed away in the house mm-hmm. that we were living in. And I used to hear all these sounds upstairs in the attic. And I'd be like, what are those bats or something? And my grandma was like, oh, that's David. He's walking around up there. And I used to be like, what? Right. She was like, yeah, I can, you know, I can talk to him or whatever. And I was like, okay, sis. And she was like, you probably can't, too, if you can't hear him. And I was just like, girl, them bets. Um, And that whole time I was in high school, I was constantly battling with the fact that, like, I was hearing things, but I was trying to convince myself that it was just bats or, you know, normal sounds. But I was still very empathic, um, and I would still carry a lot of – the best way to describe it is for people who have been sexually abused before yeah. or abuse in, abuse in general, like physical abuse to your body, when you are extremely empathic or when you are very in tune with your body and self-aware, you can channel that feeling of abuse as it felt when it happened. Mm-hmm. And I was able to constantly feel abuse, sexual partners I had, argue. I could feel it. Like I would be in my bed, laying in the bed, sleep, and it will wake me up out of my sleep, and I would feel as if I was in that same space again. I was like, why am I doing this? Now I know I'm, like, traveling or whatever, but, right. like, at high school, I was like, what the fuck? Like, it would make me so uncomfortable with my body. It was a lot. When I got to college, college happened, having a good time, living life like a golden, still having those feelings of, like, feeling the same abuse in, in certain situations and scenarios in my life, physically in my body, um, and I was a poet and I was a writer and I wrote a lot of stuff and a lot of the poems that I wrote in hindsight now were poems of things that had, had, had not happened yet. Mm-hmm. So before I had a miscarriage, I had already wrote about having a miscarriage mm-hmm. and my friend having an abortion, mind you, 
I did not know she was ha having an abortion that very day or nothing. I had wrote the poem, posted it on my Facebook page. She called me and was like, I just had an abortion yesterday, the date that you posted that poem. Wow. And that's exactly what my experience was like. And I was like, girl, what the fuck? Yeah. So I noticed that, like, my writing, I was like, wow, my writing is very intense. And Montreal was in a poetry club with me, so he could tell you, like, a lot of my poems were very intense all the time. It was never nothing lighthearted and fun. Nope. And I could not figure out, like, why I could not write happy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I couldn't. It was like I was writing about things that were going to happen or things that had happened through me that happened to somebody else. Um, Around my junior year is when I had a really bad mental break. Um, and I started seeing a therapist on campus. Therapist on campus was basically trying to say, oh, you need to go to a facility, blah, blah. And I was like, bitch, I'm not going to a fucking facility. Because I was hearing voices in my head. And I thought that, I was like, well, this is it. I'm officially crazy. Like, thought I was crazy before, bitch, you're officially crazy now. Mm. So I was hearing voices in my head. And I was, I had so much anger bottled up in me that, I had start self-harming myself again. And I had been self-harming myself since I was like seven. So mm. I started self-harming myself again. And it got to a point where I was so, and now I understand that I probably was under like a psychic attack or something, but I was so out of it that like one day my best friend Jasmine came up to the top floor of BAL and she was like, you were just sitting there looking crazy and you hadn't eaten, you hadn't gone to sleep, you just had all your books and stuff for class, and I had to literally go down to the bottom floor and get you food and get you water and make you eat and drink because you were not eating or drinking. You were just kind of in a, like, in another world. Mm. Um, after that, I was just like, okay, something's wrong, but I'm afraid to go back to therapy because they're going to probably put me into a, to a hospital, and I don't want to do that. Right. So I moved up here. And the noises in my head got louder and louder. And it wasn't, all of them weren't clear sayings or words or anything like that, but it kept getting louder and louder. And I, was, and I went to the doctor and I was like, I think I have tinnitus. And the doctor was like, girl, your ears are fine. And I was like, okay, I want to go to a different doctor. So I'm going to all these doctors. And I'm like, I think I have tinnitus. I think I have tinnitus. And I meet a girl at Bowie where I was going to get my master's. And she was like, you should go see my yoga teacher. She also does private intuitive healing and stuff. Hmm. I think that you would benefit from going to see her. And I was like, sure, because this shit is annoying me. Like, I couldn't sleep. Like, I had got back in therapy, and my therapist is just like, you know, go get some crystals and go do this. Like, she's very um, into spirituality and, metaf and metaphysical things and all that stuff. So. Hmm. She, like, was kind of pushing me. She was like, okay, I know you're hearing these voices, but I'm trying to explain to you that, like, you, you're not hearing them because you're, like, schizophrenic or anything. This is something else. And I'm trying to tell her, I was like, no, I know I'm going crazy. And she's like, girl, you might have bipolar disorder and PTSD, but you are not actually hearing, like, voices, like people who experience mm -hmm. paranoia. Yep. So I go to an intuitive healer. I like you not. I walk in. The first thing she says is she was like, I need you to tell your ancestors to back up. And I was mm. like, what? She was like, you need to tell them to back up. And I was like, okay. So I said back up. She said, no, I need you to actually think it, like, for the back up. She was like, she was like, when you came in my house, she was like, you had so many people on you that I don't even know how you're not walking hunched over. And I was wow. like, so fuck. She was like, 
are you, she was like, when I'm talking to you right now, can you hear me clearly? And I was like, yeah, it's kind of muffled. She was like, you have to tell them to be quiet. And I'm looking at her like, what is she talking about? I'm like, girl, do I got tinnitus or no? Like, bug my ears. Like, <laughs> I'm real tired. Question. Like, I'm tired of this. <laughs> and she's just like, she was like, you're extremely covered. Hmm. And she was like, you, she was like, you are the first person that I've done a healing with that had this many people on them. She was like, you have to start doing the work today. Hmm. She was like, when you're driving home, don't put on your GPS. She said, I need you to strengthen your muscle, and I need you to use your intuition to get home. And I was like, oh, girl, wow. you like 20 minutes away from my house. This is not safe. And she was like, listen to your intuition. So hmm. after that, she told me everything that I would be doing that okay, I'm actually that. doing now, which is wow. She was like, you need to start doing some type of video content. Uh, I don't know, YouTube or something where you're talking to people. She was like, you need to... Um, like your therapist says, go get you a couple of decks of Oracle cards and just pull for yourself and journal on them. She was like, continue to buy crystals. She was like, you need to um, go outside more, be closer to, you know, get closer to nature. Like all these things um, that naturally I just do now. But I drove home without the GPS and I got home. It was very difficult for me because what she had explained to me was that and my therapist explained it too. She was like, you're highly intelligent. We got it, right? But you don't realize how self-aware you are. And because of that, you're battling in your head with your ego and your intuition. Hmm. She was like, your intuition is not as smart as you are. But it's knowing, like, it knows what it's supposed to do. But because you operate from logic and intelligence, you always do whatever is logical. You can't live in a logical state because yeah. you're, you're just not made like that. And I'm looking at her like, girl, yep. thank you for calling me smart, but, like, what are you talking about? Like, literally, mm. she had to break it down to me. She was like, I have to. She was like, I cannot stress enough to you. She was like, you have to listen to your intuition because your intellect is going to be, the, be your demise. She was like, we know that you're smart. Mm. Your ancestors know that you're highly intelligent, but your self-awareness is being muffled and muted because of it, because you're trying to use logic for a lot of things that don't require logic. She was like, the fact that you're still living and that you're, you know, your suicide attempts never went through is proof that your self-awareness and your intuition trumps your intellect any day, because what you did to hurt yourself should have killed you. Right. Like, it should have. Like, logically, yes, it makes sense. If I do this, then I should, this should happen. She was like, you know, she said, you should have been got pregnant plenty of times, but you did not. Intuition. She was like, you're not supposed to get pregnant right now. Hmm. She was listing all these things. And I was like, girl, how do you know all this? Yeah. And from that moment forward, 2015, I was 25 years old, well, about to be 25 years old until this present moment. I'll be 29 this year. I have been not by choice, honestly, been forced to realize that my self-awareness and my intuition trumps my intellect and my therapist is constantly working with me on that. I mean, to the point where she, you know, had to, had to explain to me how, I, how my emotions work as somebody who's self-aware and who's spiritual. She was like, you are not emotional. You're sensitive. 
She said, the difference is that you're sensitive to things, people, what people say or whatever. She was like, but you do not demonstrate emotions like the average person because you're self-aware, because you are tapped into that part of you. And she was like, it's okay. She was like, some people might think you're crazy. She said, some people might think you're rude, blunt, mean, you're a robot. She was like, you're not a robot. It's just that you understand that emotions are fleeing. And she said that, is, that comes from your intuition protecting you when you were a child. Mm-hmm. So all this time I experienced all this abuse and, you know, neglect and abandonment, and I kept trying to figure out, like, how am I surviving this the way that I am? How am I able to talk about this stuff without having a nervous breakdown? Because, like, you guys talk to me about plenty of deep shit. I don't get to crying. I don't know why. I mean, I do know why now, but at one point I thought something was wrong with me. I was like, I'm a sociopath. I don't cry. I'm not, you know, because that's just not who I am, I guess. And at this point now, I, now I do work, spiritual work for other people. But for a very long time, I did not because I didn't want to, it was, my practice is private to me. And I've talked to Montreal about this. We talked privately where, like, a lot of stuff that I know how to do and a lot of stuff that I do intuitively, I do not do for other people. And I don't even tell people I know how to because it's private to me. So I do oracle and tarot for people. Um, I, do, I, I do a lot of one-on-one sessions with people to assist them um, with kind of going into their spiritual journey. So... Um, a lot of the sessions that I do, I'm doing a session right now with a woman where we go, we're going over like meditation and how to clean your space and what crystals to get when you know when you first get into your journey that will benefit you, automatic writing with meditation, all of those things. And a lot of those things didn't come to me from reading the book. It came, from me, came to me because it just came. Mm-hmm. I had a dream, woke up, tried it on myself. It worked help somebody else. A lot of the things that I do, a lot of the, the, the spiritual stuff and just helping people, as I like to call it, I don't really like to call myself a healer. I like to call myself a helper. Helping people heal themselves, it literally comes from my dreams. It comes from my spirit guides and my ancestors. It just comes from me doing and being myself. And the more I'm doing and being myself, the more my gift and things that I have to give to the world come to the forefront and I'm able to help other people. So that's how I got to this journey. A very long and long-winded story, but <laughs> your, girl is, your girl is here now and she is not crazy like I thought I was. Yes, so. fuck it up, friend. <laughs> 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 Thank you for sharing that story because there's somebody, that, we have some people on the live and there's definitely some people that reacted to the story as they were hearing it. And you hit on a lot of things that seemed... Um, very at home with them because somebody came along and told them that they were crazy or that mm-hmm. they were broken or the things that happened to them, they somehow manifested it on their own. Like these sort of things that come up, especially those of us in the black community and especially especially yeah. us black women whenever we go through something. Um, we are intuition. That is something I battle with as well, trusting my intuition. And because it's been something that's been used against me so long mm-hmm. and so many times mm-hmm. that I don't always know how to trust myself in mm. those spaces or how to trust my intuition. So thank you for sharing that because you definitely are helping some people that are Yay. on this live and continue to help people as this show goes along. So, Adrian, how about you? We're going to start with you 
on okay. the side of the table. So, um, I said, you got to talk to Just lean into the So, my, my tarot <laughs> journey, I've started reading cards and everything about almost three years ago now. But, like most people, I've always been like a spiritual person. But I was one of those kids that I went to church with my grandma, spent mm-hmm. most of my time with my grandma. We were in church Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So, so spirituality was always a thing. And even my mom, my mom didn't go, ironically, my mama didn't go to church when mm-hmm. we were little. But she always had the incense burning. She always had, she had books about horoscopes and astrology and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So on one end, it was like, with my mom, it was like, I'm into this stuff, but, you know, it was, as, we, as I get older, as we get older, like, Oh, I'm now I'm all of a sudden I'm a Christian and and I'm super Christian. So yeah. now I'm not gonna dabble into that stuff. I might like some incense sometimes. Whereas <laughs> with my grandma, it was like none of that. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of in between those two worlds. So as I got older, that's when I start kind of figuring things out for myself. Cause my I wasn't I didn't I never really felt stuff. I or not felt I've never heard things mm-hmm. like um. I'm sorry. What's your friend's name? Kayla. Kayla. I never heard things, but I always feel things. Mm-hmm. I always feel presences. So even now, like I can tell when somebody is in a room with me, and mm-hmm. I couldn't express that because then if I tell my grandma that, it's like, like you need to talk to God about that. Right. Or whatever. You need to go pray. And now with my mom, my mom, she just you just like okay, like my, when I was. It's so funny because when I was younger, my mom she understood stuff like that, but then when she got older. Then she became the you need to talk to God about that, like because mm-hmm. some and then sometimes I would hear things. I would hear somebody call my name and I would go to my mom. I'm like, Mom, did you call me? Yeah. And she would be like, I'm not calling you. You need to call, talk to God and see why He is calling you. And I'm just like, Okay, I I don't think it's God that's calling me. It's specifically a woman's voice yeah. that is talking. I mean, not that God can't be a woman, but for the God that you're thinking of, He ain't the one that's calling me right, right. now. So. Anyway, move forward. I got into the actual tarot, I guess, community type of thing. Um, a few years ago, I, <laughs> I found somebody on YouTube who did a reading for, like, one of my celebrity crushes. So I was like, okay, let me watch this. <laughs> so let me, huh? Who's the crush? Chadwick Boseman. So, <laughs> so I was like, okay, let me see what she got. Let's see what's going on with him. So she was like, uh, me, me being the stalker that I am. So she was saying stuff that I already kind of knew. I'm like, okay. So I subscribed to her channel and I started watching like, because I'm a Capricorn, so I started watching Capricorn videos and all that. So the stuff that she was posting was really resonated with mm-hmm. me. And then I got a personal reading with her. So this was like no, July 2016. I got a personal reading and like she was like on point. Like she knew I was a right. Whoop. She knew I was a writer before. I didn't even tell her anything about myself. She knew I was a writer. She knew stuff about my family and mm-hmm. all that. So I was just like, oh, okay. So then something happened in her family where she, she wasn't doing videos for a long time. Mm. So I'm just like, okay, I'm kind of missing this right. thing. So that's when I went and got my first deck. I got an Oracle deck. So I started doing personal readings for myself. Then I started doing some for other people, mostly my sister first. And I think I think you were probably the second person, Montreal, that I started reading for. Nice. And I'm just like, okay. And then like, I just kept, I wasn't very confident in my reads. I'm still not 100% confident. But mm-hmm. when people started giving me the feedback, like even my sister was, can we say the B word? Yes, yeah. that's okay. Oh, even, okay. 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 I was. I know it's a word we can't say. <laughs> so my sister, when I did a reading for her. 
she was just like, bitch. Like, <laughs> she, 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 like, she just got her stuff up and just left. And like, was just like, okay. So I started going out a little bit more, doing readings for people on the internet sometimes, and then still worry about what the response would be and if I would be, you know, quote unquote accurate. And then people would be like, wow, okay. So I'm like, okay, so this is kind of something that I might be good with. Mm -hmm. And I'm still doing it. So I, I have a YouTube channel where I do readings, but I still don't do. Yeah, but so you have oh, to shout is, out your YouTube channel because I'm about to go follow it. It is now. Divine Journey on YouTube. I, I also you have a WordPress. The mic. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a Tumblr and an Instagram as well. Um, Tumblr. Yeah, so. Did right. you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm not saying anything. Leave me alone. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Marshall, make sure you text me her, her Instagram and YouTube. Oh, no, no problem. No problem at all. Thanks. I'm going to say, I'm, I'm about to. Um, no problem. Drop some, Actually, drop some money on both Instagram of y'all. Oh. Let me. Can I stop you for like a smidge? Sure, you <gasps> <always> <laughs> Every, <laughs> Did you say I always did this? I didn't. <laughs> it's the Gemini in me. Anyway, <clears throat> I think everyone except Joey. <clears throat> excuse me. Yes. Has read me. Like through and through. Yeah. Adrian was the first person that read me. Kaylin recently just did the Oracle Tarot and Oracle reading on me. And when I tell you, tell you she got me like together. <laughs> now, I had to save Adrian's when she did my first reading ever. Mm -hmm. I had to save it because I think this was like I don't know. I don't know what year it was, mm -hmm. but before I started really getting into it, mm -hmm. I saved her reading because I was like, I needed to hear this. Yeah. So when I tell you, like, she ripped me apart, put me back together, and like, you know, told me everything I needed to do. That's what Adrian did for me. I love it. And she kind of propelled me into like doing these things as well. So I just want to say that if you want to get a reading from any one of these ladies, including Joy, go ahead and do so because the <laughs> bitch is real. <laughs> All right. And that is my advertisement. Oh, here we Back are. to Adrian. <laughs> okay, so it's funny that you say that. So last night, like I said, I still do readings on YouTube, whatever. So last night when I had my little anxiety attack. So I had an anxiety attack last night, y'all, about being on the show. Listen. So I text Montreal and I was like, I need you to talk to me. But then again, me being a Capricorn, I was like, never mind. I can do it myself. She did. Never no. mind. I got it. And so I um I did the work by myself. I was like, I really like, other than me being a Capricorn, putting that aside, I was like, this is something I really need to do by myself and figure out what is wrong. Because I was just like, oh, I'm scared something's going to happen with my car. I'm scared this is going to happen. I'm scared I'm going to start stumbling and stammering and all, like, all the stuff that could go wrong, quote, unquote, I was sticking up all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So a few days ago, I had pulled a card that said, and I posted on Instagram where it said, address your addictions. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, yeah, I got it. Like, a card? Yeah, okay. it's from the Divine Energy Oracle. Okay. And so, <laughs> I just got it. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so, I did this thing. I was like, okay, so, like, food is one of my addictions. And I also, like, getting validation from other people. Blah, blah, blah. Got it. Boom, bam. <laughs> so. No big deal. NBD. As all of that was, <laughs> as all of that was going on, I had, I've been watching, you, other people do readings on YouTube. I read horoscopes. I do readings for myself. And everything has been like so positive, like for Capricorn, Aries moon, my moon is in Aries. I'm watching like all my placement videos and everything mm. is so positive. And I'm just like, yes. It's like, you're gonna have new opportunities, new experiences, you're gonna meet new people, romance, and da 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 da. And I'm just like, yes, okay. So March finna be lit. So sweet. When I sat and thought about it, I was like, oh, 
tarot has become a new addiction for me mm. because I have now become addicted to the high of tarot saying nice things to me. Oh, wow. So mm. I was just like, okay, so let me take this. Oh. Let me take a few weeks to not watch anything tarot related, anything. Cause, and not that saying, of course, like anything is wrong with that, but that's just something with me where I'm, I'm supposed to be working on myself and I have been using tarot and oracle cards to help me with that, but I have made it a new addiction for myself. Mm -hmm. So um, I was just like, okay, so let me just chill for a minute because cause I, I love doing it so much and I don't want to, you know, mess it up for myself because it's like now what happened with this, what happened last night was everything that, that, that was happening in the video, everybody said, you're going to meet new people, you're going to have new opportunities, you're going to have new experiences. So this is a new experience. This is a new opportunity. I'm a day away from it. And now the, the high that I get from the, all, every, all the nice stuff that's being said is, is gone now. So I can't find nothing strong enough to get me through actually having to go out the door mm -hmm. and sit at this table and everything. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so this is different. Cause like I like I'll be watching the videos at work. I'll be having them playing, listen to it, and then like the last few weeks, I just like I said, everything was just really nice. Like all this nice stuff is gonna happen in March. So I'm like, okay, okay. So I'm just like watching stuff nonstop. Got like about ten pages of readings that I did for myself in like a week or two. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't need to read for myself that much, mm -hmm. but I did it. I was just like, okay, and then that's when it, that's what kind of happened last night. Mm -hmm. So that's why I was just like. Okay, this is what happened. I have made a new addiction out of something that's supposed to help me. Yeah. So. Oh wow. So nobody asked for any readings from me for about a month. <laughs> <laughs> so I am closed for spiritual. Maintenance. I will pause that advertisement, but Kaylin is still available. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So Montreal, what's your? Story? I want you go first. Okay. There you go. Boom. Wow. I'm so thinking. Literally passed the mic. Yeah, um, of course. This is what I do. I can't. Um, I identify a lot with what Kaylin was saying about hearing voices and spirits as a kid, because that's exactly what was going on with me. And I was diagnosed informally with depression as a kid, right, right around eight years old. And I had someone tell me as a kid um, that the devil came for me, but God got to me first. Mm. And... Because so much stuff just kept happening to me. Um, being molested as a kid, the backstory of how I got here, um, my dad being in and out of my life when it was convenient for him, um, his side of the family wanting nothing to do with me or my mom. Um, just this, it felt like this curse was just hovering over me. And it, it felt a little bit like, it bypassed my mom because my mom just gave up no fight. So it's almost like, well, why are we going to fuck with her? She's not going to give a fight. We're going to mess with this one. Mm -hmm. And it always felt that way for me. It always felt like I was paying for something. And it was, I've gotten it in relationships. I've gotten it in friendships where people have extended to me this branch of, we had to hurt someone, so we chose to hurt you because we knew you would get over it. Mm. I had, my, my ex-husband told me that. I had to hurt someone, so I chose you. And I used to find honor in being the doormat. I would find honor in being the spiritual whipping person mm -hmm. that it felt like no matter what happened, spirit was like, 
we're going to fuck with her because she's available. And I all, and growing up Christian, I always felt like, well, am I not doing the right thing because I'm over here doing what y'all are telling me what I'm, that I'm supposed to be doing in church? Mm-hmm. What am I doing wrong? What am I getting wrong? And why does it feel like whenever I ask the questions of how I can remedy this, it's always, shut up, bitch. This has to happen. You have to atone for something or someone. And I did not really fully understand what was happening to me. And I've had my suicidal ideations. I've had my suicide attempts. And as I grew older and older and older, I held on to church as more and more tightly. Not so much religion, but just church. Being in church, being around people, identifying and almost lamenting with the story of Job. Like, all these things being like, oh, it's not just me feeling this way. It's them too. And then after a while, I started to adopt this posture of whatever they do to me, I must have deserved it. So maybe they'll leave me alone if I just throw my hands up and go, okay, I did it. Mm. I don't know what I did, but I did it. And it was just constant spiritual fight on the inside internally. I never talked about it with other people because I just figured they did not understand this war that was happening around and in me. And I had my dark night of the soul in 2017. And I've talked about it a few times on the show of where I was driving and I, it felt like I blew up. I was driving and you know that whistle that you hear right before something is about to explode. Mm-hmm. I'm driving, I'm reeling from a really bad breakup. I'm trying to keep myself together for me and my for me and my daughter. And I just felt like I just imploded. Mm. While I'm driving and I'm trying to keep myself together because I'm driving down this one lane road, it's raining, and I'm feeling like I'm on fire. Mm. And I'm driving past my current church home, even though I haven't been there and going on two years, I still look to them as my church home. I'm driving past there and it was like I was hearing these voices for the first time clearly and they felt like they were people that were on my side it almost felt like they had to brush people out the way to get to me mm-hmm. and as time has gone on it's felt like you know some of these curses could have very well been from my dad's side of the family could have very well been from because his he's since passed away he died over going on 12 years ago and then his wife died about five or so years after him. So how I know she won't send me shit? How I know other people won't send me shit? So over the last few months, I've been diving into my Akashic Records and trying to find whatever is happening. And in the midst of doing all of that, I had to take a step back from the spirituality and the work that I was doing because I knew I wanted to help. I knew I wanted to heal. In the midst of me being broken, I wanted to heal other people because in my mind, I'm like, I never want somebody else to feel this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, whatever I got in that whole identity of being the wounded healer. But the one thing that I refuse to do now, I don't want to be out here healing everybody and I never get healed. I don't want to be the person that's like, oh, she did so much for the community and then she killed herself. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that happen time and time again, especially those that get up into those echelons of healer and helper, and they they somehow along the way lose track mm. of what is happening. And those voices, those things, those the things that they thought they had overcome come back with a vengeance, and some of them get taken out. And 
I see both sides, and I don't want that to happen to me. So I started diving into my Akashic Records, trying to figure out what happened. What did I do past life? What did my ancestors do? And I'm just carrying, I'm, I'm, I got caught up in the brush of that. And as I've dove into it more deeper, my ancestors have come through a lot more loudly. And not loudly like how they were as a kid. Because I, I completely understand what you're saying, Kayla. It just felt like a lot of noise. And you're there by yourself. You're in a room and eight people talking to you. And you're trying to figure out who's saying what. And depending on this, for me, depending on the sound of it, some of them sound maniacal. Some of them sound disruptive. Some of them sound destructive. And you don't know, I don't always know what to do with them. So I would listen to everybody to try to appease. Okay, but well he said I got to do this. But this one said I got to do that. And same thing. You're not crazy. You're not, yeah, you're kind of sad. <laughs> you're depressed. You're a depressed little kid, but you're not crazy. You're not, we have no indication that you're having any sort of, um, any sort of episodes, any sort of paranoia, none of that. You, you just, we don't know what to do with you. We just know whatever's happening is not that. And because I grew up in a family where ain't nobody say shit, everybody's just mad, everybody's just angry, and they, and they, um, they deaden it with alcohol or drugs. For me, I'm still dealing with the um, the feelings of overeating and eating my feelings and going through all of that. Um, they just tamp it down and be like, no, we're not going to look at it. And because I have decided to look at it, I've shaken the table. Mm-hmm. And some of them folk that are like, we don't like you trying to heal your shit up. We've been fucking with you since you were a kid. Because we knew you would come through and be the one to do it. And going into my records, I learned that my family, back then especially, were the ones that you kind of went to when you wanted some shit to be fucked up. You, they, they knew how to do curses. But they did them, for majority of the time, good reason. You, you want to bind somebody, you want to get somebody out of your life, you want to freeze somebody, you want to do some stuff. You did, they did it for good reasons, but a lot of the, of the things that were their downfalls were they let their emotions get to them and they started doing it to people willy-nilly just because they could, just because they had the power to do it. And I started seeing myself do that. And every time I would try, me and my child were talking about this uh, last week, every time I would try to, like, throw out some sort of curse at somebody, and even, even if it's me like literally cussing at somebody, my throat would lock up, my words would come through jumbled, and I'd get immediate pain. It was like, they were like, shut the fuck up. Because we trying to wipe this slate clean, and here you go, being reckless. Shut up. And so <laughs> it started to become a real thing to me that I'm literally like, you know what? Ah, ah, ah. Like, <laughs> and I would just, and I didn't know the balance between trying to find a, a happy medium there, I would either not say anything at all and bottle it all up and take it out on me or I would blow up. And it's very rare that I blow up. So it was internal just doing shit to my body and then punishing myself, overeating, um, taking things away from myself, like all, all those sort of things. So it was, it was a lot. So it was... <laughs> It was, it was deep. So I'm in the midst of this, like I'm literally like knee deep in this now. Mm-hmm. Learning all these things, going through all these things, and it, it has changed how I heal and how I help because my boundaries are different. Mm-hmm. How I work through things are different. I don't always read myself because sometimes I'm like, 
How am I gonna read? How am I gonna read me? <laughs> as fucked up as I am, and I know my brain. My brain will go into, oh, you got the world. That means the world about to explode. Like that. That's, <laughs> that's what, what. That's where my brain would go. So I don't always read me. But I've discovered even as a kid, mine was touch. I used to hover over my grandmother's hands whenever she would like go to touch me. Whenever she would pass me something, I would just hold on to her hands a little bit longer. And I started to realize that, oh, you were doing Reiki as a kid, but you didn't even know it. Because mm. I would put all of my energy into holding her hand, and she would look at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and I'm just over there as a little kid, like, eh. And, she, <laughs> and she's like, what, what are you doing? And I kept doing that. Mm. So when the opportunity for Reiki came and was like, and sat at me, it was like, what you going to do? I finally took it after years of being like, all right. Because all these years I told myself I did not deserve it. Mm-hmm. There's no way that they would care enough about me to try to do anything through me. Mm-hmm. And I am being punished because they don't care about me. And I'm still learning the language and the, stat- and the posture of how they care about me now. But in walking away from religion and, admon- and uplifting more ATRs and ancestral reverence, I've begun to understand them, which has helped me re-understand God. Hmm. And that's been, I, I still get very touchy about things. Like, and I walk into here on, Sunday, on Sundays and it's like gospel music blast. And I was like, five years ago, I would have been getting my life on, on oh, Jesus. And now it's like, oh, this makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I can't explain it, but it makes me uncomfortable. And I'm still walking in that space because I've been breaking contracts lately. I've been cutting cords and severing soul ties. And what I've learned is everybody don't like that. And on that other side, they're like, how dare you? Mm-hmm. And my ancestors came to me last week. I was like, just give, give you a heads up. Mm. It's going to be some people that's going to try to come forward to fuck with you. Prepare and protect yourself. Mm. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and my therapist had started it. Montreal read me, and he basically said the exact same thing. And then we went to a local spot here in Richmond, and she was like, oh, by the way, and said the exact same thing. I was like, okay, well, let me get this hyssop. Let me get this camphor. Let me get this, uh, what's this right here? I'm going to get that too. Because it's, like, it's like they're coming because you are shaking the table, and you're doing something in this space that no other ancestor, they've tried and either gave up or they failed. And you're doing something that, you, we didn't have the power to do. And you're going at it in a way that we chose or didn't know that you could go at it. And of course they're gonna come for you. Mm-hmm. And they're telling me the same thing. It's like, you're not gonna die. You're protected. You may have an emotional death, but you're protected. But you need to emotionally die because your emotions are up here. It's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, and I, can too, I too can be like really logical with things. Be like, mm, try to rationalize the irrational. That's the Virgo in me. I'm like, no. No, it's like, <laughs> that don't, and they're like, this is your problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're trying to continue rationalizing what makes no sense, and you just need to go with it. And I'm like, but I need answers. They're like, we ain't got none for you. <laughs> just do, do what we tell you to do, damn it, so we can move on. I'm like, okay. So, yeah, if you need healing, shit. <laughs> this, is what, this is what I got for you. You are ridiculous. Joy, we, can, we are Kendrick Spirits, girl. We are. We are. We and really are. We need to have to sit down. Sit down. <laughs> we, and, and I've been so like, 
I get into those spaces when I know that somebody is going through something that I distance myself. Because I'm like, I don't want to do that to me. I, I don't know. All y'all. I like, don't know. It's, it, I do it with Montreal everybody. Don't do that. Montreal ass will text me and be like, "Bitch, what are you doing?" I do it I with like, everybody. It come. It come from the. It come from the 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 upbringing. When I try so hard to be helpful and be there for people, I had so many people just tell me, "No, go away. We don't want nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Go away." Same. People are over here doing. Mm-hmm. So that has. I've internalized that. So whenever somebody's going through something, or when I'm going through something, I dissociate. I'm gonna show up. Which is. <laughs> Which is crazy because I'm show the up. person that's known me the longest here is Montreal, but I am very vocal about when I don't want to be bothered yeah, or when I want to be bothered. And it's never in a way like you're getting on my nerves, don't bother me. But I've always been very vocal with friends, family, colleagues, whoever is just like, hey, I'm in a space right now where I can't really, you know, handle that or I really don't want to talk about this right now. Right. So... I know for you it's internalized, but when you think of me, Reach think out. of that. Think yeah. of like, if she doesn't want to be bothered when I contact her, she will tell me that. Because I'm a firm believer in making space for people, but I'm also a firm believer in being honest when you don't have the space. And a lot of people have to get to the habit of do, doing that instead of telling people, I don't need your help. Yeah. I don't even, like, no, that's not what that is. It's just you basically saying, in this moment right now, I don't have the space for help. Right. Like, I don't even have the space for, to help myself. So right now, it's just not good for me, yeah. which means it's not going to be good for you. And I don't want you to waste your energy yep. trying to pour into me when I'm not even the I'm cat, not even, not even all yeah. to pour into. Yeah. But, you know, people are not considerate. They're terrible communicators. That's why I'm a communications professor, because niggas don't know how to motherfuckers communicate. <laughs> and that's your problem. They got nothing to do with me. They got everything to do with you. But you know what? I'm taking you up on that offer, and I'm also um, about to be on your site so I can pay for this reading. Baby so, girl. Oh, girl. I'm trying to tell you. I was saying, what is, what is the YouTube I'm channel? Like, what I was looking for, and I ain't found it. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm so serious. Like, what is the PayPal? What is the Cash app? Girl, I can send it to you. Okay. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> I am I Kaylin's it, personal. I have, it open. I have it open right now. Don't worry about it. Okay, Montreal. It's, it's, oh, it's my go? Okay. Yes. So I'll let y'all figure out what y'all want to figure out. Um, <laughs> it's, I'm glad that y'all all went first because I wanted to kind of sit with my own story because I was going to be really um, surfacey with it. And I probably still, still am, you know, honestly. I mean, but, um, <laughs> I don't know. As a child, I've always been intuitive. Mm-hmm. Even without knowing what that was, like you know, if I felt a place, felt a, like a bad vibe from a place, yep. I wouldn't go there. Same. If I felt bad energy from someone else, I would not be around them. Mm-hmm. And you know, people always say that, oh, he's just shy. No, nigga, you I just, just like I just don't vibe with your ass. Oh, okay. And make comfortable. I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so that's how I always have been. You know. Even now, I'm more vocal about those things. But I, as a child, you know, it's just like, oh, I'm okay. I'm going to sit in this corner and watch cartoons. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, nah, nigga, I don't fuck with you. Period. <laughs> and that's just, and not to be mean, it's just like I, I feel your energy. Yeah. And that doing I work in the mental health field, you have to have that, like, sense. Yeah. Because you never know what people are going through. You never know what their chemical imbalance is. Mm-hmm. You never know if it, if it is a spiritual attack. So mm-hmm. having that kind of sense really did help me as an adult. And I remember um, even in high school is kind of where I kind of got the name of discernment. And that's from my mm. English teacher, Miss, Miss Terrell. She was like, you know, you have the gift of discernment. And this is where I met Adrian. Um, <laughs> 
So, <laughs> right. so she was like, you know, you have the gift of discernment, and she would just tell me what that was because I didn't know one yeah. had a name for it in my my you know in, in my family. It was a very Christian yep. household. Yeah. Um, these are people who listen to church music every Sunday. Yeah. They go to church sometimes. You mm. know, as a child, they kind of instill they going to church every Sunday, right? Yeah. Um, so we didn't have the language. Uh, we didn't have the spiritual language as, as far as tarot or um, talking to ancestors. We didn't mm. do those things because that's devil work. Yeah. I remember talking to my mom so about are right. I remember talking to my mom about you know wanting to get a tarot deck as a teenager, and she was like, "You're not bringing that shit in my house." All right, so <laughs> we're gonna have to table that for a minute. <laughs> um, and it wasn't until last year, speed it up a little bit. It wasn't until last year that I wanted to do something intentional about me. Yeah. Um, you know, I went to therapy before. Didn't really like the white person. I mean, I loved her. She was great. She just didn't. She wasn't great for me. Gotcha. She was a really good person. Fair. She was knowledgeable. She just wasn't right for me. So yeah. I needed to do something else because I felt like I was going down like a downward spiral. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I did intentionally was do like a cleansing bath. Mm -hmm. I got like a lot of herbs. I boiled it, um, Florida water. Mm -hmm. I did a lot of these things. I intentionally tried to wipe off the bad energy. Um, and then that's when I did my first tarot reading for myself. I didn't want to do it for anyone else. Yeah. I wanted to figure out what the fuck was going on with me. Yeah. And I wanted to recognize... And I talked to Kaylin about this. I wanted to recognize my energy and other people's energy because I felt like I kind of lost that. Mm -hmm. And even as a child, even to this day, sometimes I can still hear people calling my name and, you know, yeah. try to rationalize it. Oh, no one's calling you. Yeah. And I, like, I would call my mom like, hey, did you call me? Yeah. She's like, no, ain't nobody, ain't nobody sudden for you? I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, no, you, no one, okay. no one wanted me. Okay, right. cool. So, so it's me. Right, it's Got just it. me. Somebody but you know, out. you will always hear people, I don't know if that's like a thing for everyone, mm -hmm. but as a child, I always heard people calling my name. Same. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Right. And you know, you don't like ever a, answer after. They're just like, no, my, my trail. trail. It'll be like, trail. <laughs> Tra like, what the fuck do you want? Who is this? So, who, <laughs> right. and I would think it's my mom because yeah. who else is going to be calling me 10 me. billion times? Right. It's her. It's because she worse them. So. <laughs> It's of course a shocker. So I will call her, I'm like, oh, or I will go into the other room, like, hey, did you call me? Yeah. She's sleep. I was like, all right. <laughs> so it wasn't her. <laughs> but I was just like, okay, it's a figment of my imagination. Yeah. I will brush it off. Yeah. And as a Gemini, I'm very flighty. Mm -hmm. So if I don't figure it out right in that moment, it's like, okay, well, fuck it. It I just will. wasn't meant to right. be. <laughs> so I was able to like do it. Nice. Yeah, exactly. All right. So I think that's that has been my spiritual journey it's like so far. Like something will happen, and if I don't figure it out in that moment, it's like it never happened. Yeah. Because like obviously it wasn't meant to be. Obviously, it, ooh. No, that's, ooh. that's marriage, Gemini. Right. Because I'm just like. Right. Because I was like, girl, at this point, if it's gonna kill me, it would have did it. So. That's that on that. Right. Um. What else did I want to say about my journey? What is As, it? I don't know. But I really, I see myself in a lot of you, like the stories, because I really forgot about that. Like people calling my name until Kaylin brought it up. I was yeah. like, damn, bitch. Damn, thanks. Even yeah. like the chatter, like, you know, the talk, yep. like the, the answer. I don't know what it is. Even like the ancestors talking. Yeah. I will always hear chatter in my head. I thought it was just me. Yeah. Even Mr. Red was like, well, maybe you have like Asperger's. Which mm -hmm. is a you know, which is like autism, but we don't diagnose with people with Asperger's anymore. Yeah. It's all on the spectrum. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I was like, well, maybe that's that's it because I looked at the symptoms. I was yeah. like, okay, that chatter is a part of the symptoms of having Asperger's. Mm -hmm. I do not have autism. So, mm -hmm. 
I was like, well, that's not it. I'm try- like you said, trying to you know rationalize it. It's yeah. something wrong with you. Yeah. So you have to figure out what that is. Yeah. And I was like, well, obviously I can't figure out what the fuck it is. So I'm gonna just le- leave it alone. Yeah. Um, even now being more intentional about working with spirits or ancestors. Mm-hmm. Like I was telling Kayla, I think I told all of you at this table, um, I'm not a crier. Like Kayla, like, I, I am very intuitive about myself. Mm-hmm. I'm very, I, I know myself, I know my emotions. I, like I'm not emotional, but I'm sensitive. I like, yeah. the, I like the way that Kayla said that. Yeah. So I'm not a crier. I will, you would probably never see me cry. Um, I don't get mad that often. Like, mm-hmm. I'll get frustrated. I curse. But yeah. I'm, like, not really mad you at you. Mad, like, yeah. I don't give a damn that much. Um, so I had someone for, like, the last couple days. Matter of fact, when we picked up, I forgot the name of the stone. But when I picked up the stone, I immediately felt someone crying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And why the fuck are you crying? Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. So I get, remember I gave you the stone? You I was like, you need to, to like, like, I can't keep do this. this. Can you hold this? Because I can't deal with that. And right I felt now. warmth from it. I felt Girl. like I was, I was good. I was like, okay, this feels good. All right. No, I immediately felt people, like one person yeah. crying. Yeah. And I was like, who the fuck is that? So I would, the next couple of days I did work with, I just you know, had it in my pocket. I had an interview. I was like, why the fuck would you do this? I had a <laughs> therapy session. I had a test to take. You're and just I, trying to I cry. Tr- you did everything you could to cry and did not So, cry. listen. I was in the car driving, and I had to stop at the step, stoplight, and I was like, look, whoever she is, <laughs> get that bitch together, because I'm tired. <laughs> like, I went off. Like, and after that, she stopped crying. I was like, I don't know who got her together, but thank you. Thank you Because so much. she stopped crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh, I am the worst person to work with. I know they're like, oh, why did we pick this why nigga? Why did we use? This one. And it wasn't until recently, like, you know, Kaylin did a reading for me, and then I was like, well, before that, I did, like, no no spread used. Mm-hmm. I just, like, dropped a couple cards. Mm-hmm. On, I just let the cards fall where they may. Yeah. And I wanted to at least figure out who these people were, because mm-hmm. I feel like it's, like, three or four people. And I was like, let me just figure out who the fuck yeah. these people are. We moved up the But class. immediately when I stopped doing, when I started to do that, she stopped crying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know if that's because she wanted me to, like, the, so I guess open that door or communicate with her. But I was like, thank God for this bitch to stop crying. Because I'm tired. Because <laughs> I'm not a crier. Yeah. And when you and know you need to be crying so much. And you're like, like and she's like profusely crying. I was like, oh my God. Like why is she doing she's this? Like, <laughs> she's weeping. Oh, so it's like <laughs> Yeah. And it's like I, I I was trying to explain it to people. It was like it's not that I don't think she's sad. Hmm. It's like she was just she wanted something. You feel like happy and you tears? Know, like no. You, finally... you know how you like get frustrated? Uh, like, sound like a child. Okay. So you know how you're frustrated <laughs> okay. and you're like, I can't do this thing and I yeah. really want to do it. Yeah. So all I can do is cry because yeah. I want to do this thing. Yeah. That's how I felt. I was like, oh my God, why the fuck is she still crying? Mm. And I knew it was a woman because I was like, no, I hope no man is crying as bad. What the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah. So that's just how I started. I was like going into very unintentional, like, just hoping no one fucks with me. Like, yeah. this is a bad person. This is a bad place. Mm-hmm. I got to go. <laughs> um, and to, like, more so, let me figure out what I can do because, obviously, the, the Christianity is not working. I wanted to really remove myself from white Jesus, and I wanted to figure right. out, like, what... What it was that my ancestors did because yeah. they were able to do something prolific. Mm-hmm. When Ethiopia has never been colonized and Haiti has been the only country to fight off slavery, you yeah. know, 
what did they do because they 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 were onto something. Right. And obviously there was something that these people did not want you to know mm. because they did so much work into demonizing and into making mm-hmm. evil. Yeah. So what is it? And I'm always curious. So while y'all were talking, I was looking at my star chart because someone told me, like something told me to go look at my star chart. And I have a lot of Capricorn in my star chart. Is there chart. an app for that? Wow, well, you do. Yeah, I'm so, you know, you know, huh. I, have a, I have a ton of Virgo in mine. I have no Virgo, thank God. Um, I'm sitting I'm, beside wow. you. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. But, like, I have a lot of, like, I don't know, strong, independent, like, <laughs> signs in my little star chart. And I was like, okay, You're bitch. Wait a minute. Yeah. Did you look it up or is that something you did I had for? to. It was on, like, it's a website. So you okay, just put yep. it in. I know what you're talking about. So, I thought you had an app. I was like, ooh, what's no, that? No, I don't have an app for Damn. it. But, you know, I think it's, Adrian it's, told me to do it a long time ago. Yeah, I did mine um, a while ago, too. And I'm, I was hoping that and they I just moved on it. the app and they didn't. Yeah. So there's that in a nutshell. I don't think it's nothing like too. I don't know. In my you, family. You have the water signs. Oh, okay. And you know, that's the emotional. That's the emotional. Mm, I'm not emotional, though. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, I'm not, though. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's a Gemini. I was like, all right, bitch, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and also depression, because at this point, it's at, it, it, what else can you do? I don't care who. And I always tell people, it's like it's nothing. It's nothing someone else can do to me that I can't do to myself, mm. and make you know make it worse. So it's like, what else can you do, sis? <laughs> um, but yeah, there's, I don't. I don't feel like my family has ever. I don't know. Like accepted. Um, or like. Just my mom is. My mom is very accepting. She even wants me, like, lets me do readings on herself. I, I bought Ooh, like shocker cards, nice. and she was like, "Oh, let me read these cards." I was like, "Here you go, sis," but you had to put this book back when you finish. <laughs> so everyone else is more so. That, that's not the case. You know, it's a typical like Christian black Christian family. Black this is evil, right? Why are you you are evil, yeah. and that's totally fine as what well. What happened to you? you right. Need to pray. Yeah. So. Yep. That's where we are at with that. That's that on that. Mm-hmm. So, what are the tools that have helped you most on this journey? Let's start with Caitlin because she is the only person that you can't see. Yes. Oh, you said what, what, what were the tools that have helped you so far on this journey? Yeah. Uh, first thing is therapy. And I'm going to say that every time y'all have me Plus. on the show Same. because Plus. niggas need to understand. Like, they do. Therapy is all right. these tools, the tools that I'm about to tell you guys, like they're all fine and all, but just like Adrian was talking about, it can definitely become an addiction and it can become a crutch. And a lot of times what I've noticed is that spirituality has become very trendy. So it can become where you can rely on these tools to a point where you're being irrational and you're not using them for the correct purpose. Mm-hmm. And I was like Adrian when I when I first started doing readings for myself, I got to a point where I was a pulling a card every day for myself to dictate my day. Yeah. And then eventually, one day, I was just like, bitch, what the fuck is you doing? And I <laughs> so I rarely do that for myself. And like I told Montreal, like, I pay people to do my work. Like, I don't do it myself. Like, I know a lot of people are do-it-themselves type of people, but I'm a firm believer in paying someone who is actually well, well-versed in certain things that I am not. Um, to give me the information that I need so that way I don't become addicted to that, trying to find that information because I'm a researcher by nature. Yeah. As a current moment, tools I use for myself, uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I have my, my altars up, but my altars always up, so it really wouldn't be considered a tool. Like, 
I've been doing altars and putting up altars since I was a child, not even realizing what an altar was. So hmm. my altar is always up. Uh, crystals, I mean, my wedding ring is a crystal. So I always got the crystals Bitch. on me. Like, that's that my goal. Fire. That's my goal. Go ahead, sis. Yes. Sorry. That's what I want. I keep it in the chopper. And I mean, I got, I chose my wedding ring. Well, there was like a couple of them that I liked, but they were all gemstones for a specific reason and I chose them before I got deep into my spirituality so like mm. like I said it's always been innate right so like crystals I think for me the main thing that I would say is crystals um for my own personal stuff mm. um I pay for Reiki I have a client that does Reiki Universal Lighthouse 1111 on Instagram, if y'all interested in breaking, she's a black woman, amazing, and she's a crystal healer. But um, I get a lot of distance Reiki with her. Nice. She does distance for those who are not in the area. She's awesome. Um, so, like, Reiki, a lot of crystal healing, a lot of therapy, like, cognitive therapy. So, we do a lot of work, like, with me, part, like, pairing my crystals with my journaling. Nice. I do a lot of meditation and automatic writing. Like, I have a whole a whole spiel on how to do automatic writing. I'm very, like, passionate about that mm -hmm. because it allows you to really, like, get out a lot of, like, the gunk and stuff that you have in you and really just figure out what, like, your ancestors are trying to tell you. Um, I do use decks sometimes for myself, but I rarely pull for myself. And I think yeah. that's only because I'm in a mode where I do a lot of the work for other people. So, like... Montrell's gotten a reading for me before and he can tell you like I do written readings and I also do like video but like my written readings are like very like detailed and, and in depth so I don't be having time to be just sitting around pulling cards for myself so I just pay somebody else to do it um, so Adrian when you're when you're ready in a month I'll, I'll come to you to get a pool um, and I'm trying to think of some other things I mean aromatherapy y'all know that's my shit I don't fuck around with those motherfucking smells, okay? So, like, I love me some aromatherapy, bitch. Same. Like, trust yeah. and believe. I keep the Palo Santo in my motherfucking car because I just like the way it smells. I know it's supposed to cleanse all the other woo-woo shit, but, bitch, I like the way it smells. <laughs> so Period. Period. Um, Go ahead. Also, because I am the one and only hood bitch of this shit, I have a Nog Champa. Um, oil that I put into my motherfucking diffuser. Then I light the Nog Champa incense, and it just be a party up in this bitch. Because so I want, I'm, with I'm getting it from all sides, bitch. <laughs> like <laughs> the aromatherapy is like on top of everything. Out of all the tools that I have harnessed over the years of my life, aromatherapy and creative visualization have been the top two that have been crucial to my day-to-day -day being if i do not do those things or have something like that going on a bitch is clearly going through it because those two things are very important to me i do a lot of um guided meditations through a lot of like the indian culture so a lot of like uh, pranayama and i do a lot of breath work um black girls breathing is an instagram you can they, she does breath work once a month virtually, and then she also goes to places. So, like, breath work is really important to my spiritual practice. practice. Um, out of that, honestly, getting a lot of sleep. 
Um, sleeping is a spiritual practice. I don't care what nobody say, but Boom. it's a tool that I use because the work that I do for myself is very draining. It can take me through a lot of emotions because when I'm doing readings or when I'm doing like one-on-one sessions with people, um, or even when I'm just like giving people advice, um, cause all of my advice comes from a place of spirituality and yeah. love and compassion. So I'm constantly still having to use that, that part of myself. I'd be exhausted. So sleeping for me and getting like a really good sleep. Like I have a video on my IGTV where I give you um, tools on how to get a good sleep, like what you can, what crystals to use, what smells to use, how to sleep, the positions of your body, what type of sheets to sleep on, what type of blankets to have. Because it's important for people who are doing this work, even if it's just for themselves. So like Joy, she's cut it off. Adrian has cut it off for a while so they can just focus on themselves. Mm-hmm. They still have to get the proper sleep because working with yourself is the hardest. Yeah. Um, Dear God. So those are, those are some of the things that I use I kind of wish I was still pulling every day, but like Adrian said, girl, it become an addiction, and then you be looking like Wanda from Holiday Heart. I Come got on, the high collar, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we, don't like we don't, we don't want, we can't keep going because I had to buy Holiday. I was definitely Wanda, and I had to step back because I kept buying all these damn decks, and I was like, girl, you don't need them, you don't need them. Stop it. Yeah, it's one of those. Like, first I want off, a deck now. <laughs> first exactly. off, I as, wanted, as Kaylin just um sent me another deck that she wanted that said I would be good with this deck, so I'm going to buy that one too. Plus. So um, go ahead, girl. Front. I I really want to say that your type of work and the work in the way in which you work, the work that you work, that was fun. Um, <laughs> you do it in a way that makes me feel. Like, I can approach it and I can work with it organically. I don't identify solely with the women that are out here with crystals on their foreheads and they wear white constantly. And even the people that be like, Grand Rising, guys, good morning. Like, it's like, Same. <laughs> I'm not, the, mo- the closest I get to Grand, to grand Rising is, good, is Happy Day. And I got Happy Day from Kai. So, it, I'm... I get happy day. Okay, I could do that. But the people that be like grand rising uh, saints and, and patriots, I don't like it. It, make, it makes me uncomfortable. Church. And it feels <laughs> right. It feels very performative. Mm-hmm. And Kaylin, what I love and appreciate about the how you do the work that you do is that you're coming from it from a, a space of this is who I am. This is me, and I'm gonna give it to you rip rap raw, and it's gonna be good for you. I'm going to give you, I'm coming at you from a space of healing. I'm coming at you from a space of I'm still actively healing. And here's what I have for you. I'm not coming at it from this is what I know to do because I read it on a blog or I saw somebody else do it or I read it in a book. And I'm thinking, I'm going to just project it onto you. And I feel like that's what a mm-hmm. lot of us have either dealt with before or especially in our journey, that's how we started. Like, well, so-and-so said this was good, so I'm just going to run with this mm-hmm. until we start doing it on our own. Because I know that's what I was doing for a long time. I was performing it. And not performing it for, for likes or anything. I'm just like, I just want to get a hold on whatever the fuck is happening to me, so I'm just going to do whatever they tell me to do. And my ancestors came through a couple weeks back and was like, this is the problem. And, I'm, and me being very honest with them going, okay, this is all I've ever known. So y'all got, I need y'all to give me some leeway as well because I'm relearning all of this. Mm-hmm. So give I, I had yeah. a I had a problem with um when I set up my ancestor joint when I heard the word sacrifice. Cause I was like, all I've ever known is sacrifice, and for me growing up, sacrifice meant death. 
So when y'all are like, we need a sacrifice, I'm like, oh, I'm uncomfortable now. And I had to be honest with them about that. I'm like, please don't take your love away from me or stop working for me or stop doing anything for me because I'm questioning it. Allow me to question it. And I'm grateful that they went, okay, we can appreciate you being in that space instead of just deciding that, no, I'm not going to sacrifice for y'all. Because in ancestral reverence, you have to sacrifice. You, you know, you ain't got to do a chicken, but you know, you decide to do a chicken. Come on, Azalea. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what's crazy that you talk about how everyone, you know, about the the trendiness or how different people's spirituality can be like kind of off putting. Mm-hmm. Me and my tr- me and my tro was chatting it up this week. Okay, let's just be we clear. We really have. All right. Um, <laughs> we really we were have. definitely giving. We were giving people what they want, but they will never have. So, amen. <laughs> Me and we're talking, and I was telling him about how, um, and do you mind if I talk about your reading a little bit, Montreal? Honestly, I wish you would, so people could understand how great okay, you are. Okay, so I did, so what I'm doing right now is a spring equinox reading because well, I'm about to pay when for the it. new year started. <laughs> I already, saw, already uh-huh. sent it, sis. I'm about to pay for it, just so you know. When the new year started in January, um, my husband and I both agreed, and um, behind the scenes, and I'll just, I don't mind y'all knowing this information or y'all listeners, I am a part of Miriam Hosna's school, her new, her new Mystery Earth School. So she had like a session that talked about time and stuff like that. And we all know that time is like an illusion and all that other dumb shit. So when the new year started, <laughs> I didn't feel like it was a new year for me. Like it didn't feel like a new year for me. And with me being as sick as I was and like, getting better, I knew that I wouldn't be, like, touching remission until, like, the weather broke. Like, I intuitively just knew that. I said, girl, January is not going to be when you, when your body be like, I'm ready, bitch. Like, that's not what's going to happen. So I did this spring equinox reading, and I was very surprised that a lot of people were interested in booking it. Like, I get bookings and stuff, but usually it's not for specialty readings. Um, It's usually just, like, for regular-ass readings. Mm -hmm. So... Montreal was one of the last couple people that had booked a reading with me and his was the first reading that I did because I had texted him that <laughs> earlier that evening. I was like, I right was going on. I was like, but I have to do your reading tonight, clearly. And I'll have that shit to you tomorrow. She and <laughs> I pulled his cards the night before and I slept on it, which I do a lot. Like I pull people's cards for their readings when they book it usually. And then I wait a few days and then I do the written part. So that's the, the thing. The written part is exhausting. Because yeah. I, sometimes I do that. So remember I was telling you like, you know, I may, if I mm-hmm. pull some cards, yeah. I may not say anything to you that day. Yeah. I sleep on it. You sit on it. Mm-hmm. And then I will, if I feel like I have to say something to you, I will say something to you about it. But if I don't, I just like throw it away. Gemini. Did not know mm-hmm. it was a thing. Thank you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I love it. I love it. So with his reading specifically, um, and I just think it's important for the collective to hear this because I feel like a lot of people have dealt with this or will deal with this in their spiritual journey, period. We, in his reading specifically, a lot of his reading focused on him understanding that he does not have to turn to other people for confirmation that what he's doing is correct. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of times when we get on our own spiritual journey, whether it's a spiritual journey, religion, you want to be a dancer, you want to start your own business, whatever it is, we feel inclined to turn to people who may seem to be more seasoned. Mm -hmm. And just because someone is seasoned doesn't necessarily mean that they have the right information and resources to provide 
for you. And that's basically like his reading was just talking about how like he's in a place right now where if he's not careful, he can be under psychic, psychic attack because he's vulnerable. He's absorbing information. Yeah. So it's very careful. He has to be careful what he's researching, what online charts he's, you know, typing his information into, what YouTube videos he's watching, who he's telling what he's doing, like what type of crystal shops he goes to. There's so many things that he has to be mindful of because he's vulnerable. And when you're vulnerable, all types of shit can try to get up in your head and attack Listen. to you, or you might meet some of the wrong people. Listen. One thing, um, and his reading, it made me excited for him. And it also kind of was like a warm hug and pat on the back for myself because I remember when I was in that spot and I remember that I should have gotten a reading from someone I trusted yeah. because it would have prevented me from meeting certain people who are in the spiritual world who probably, I don't even know where these people are no more because God definitely took them out of my life, Amen. who were trying to absorb what I had to give. So Amen. I had people... I used to have a Twitter, as y'all know, I do not have that shit no more, never getting it back. I had people literally trying to mimic what I was doing, or they would try to befriend me to get free game from me based on what I was learning on my journey. Hmm. And that's something that a lot of people deal with, and they don't realize it until they're like, why, you know, this person never pours into me. They just keep asking me all these fucking questions, wanting all this free shit. Yeah. What the fuck? Or they keep you know, telling me certain things about themselves that makes me intuitively, continuously do work for them without realizing I'm doing that work subconsciously. Yeah. People know what they're doing. They'll tell you their business when they know that you're spiritual because they know that if you're not protected, which is what I tell everyone who is doing all these readings for people, you need to make sure that you're protected first. Because mm -hmm. I used to do readings for people and I stopped because I told my therapist and I told my spiritual sisters, I said... I don't feel as if I'm protected enough to be doing this type of work. Hmm. And they gave me all the tool, tools I need to be protected. And when I felt ready again, that's when I started doing them again. Because what they'll do is they'll tell you all their business or whatever because they know that intuitively you're absorbing this information and you're going to think about them when you're pulling cards or when you're talking to your ancestors at your, you know, your... Um, your altar yeah. or when you or when you are doing your crystal work or when you are doing any of your spiritual meditations, that person is going to be subconsciously in your mind because they want you to do the energy work for them instead of doing it themselves. Yeah. And I just think that it's really important that, you know, I brought up Montrose, a bit of Montrose reading is because that a lot of people who step into spirituality for themselves and for the, you know, for the reason that they're supposed to, to help, you know, them understand themselves and the world around them. They get caught up with yep. bullshit, with other people's bullshit, because other people refuse to do it themselves. Yep. And then they try to absorb all your energy and drain you. So I think it's very admirable that you and Adrian are taking a step back because you guys are putting yourselves in a position to protect yourself. Because a lot of these readers out here who are amazing readers, one of them is my favorite, Tatiana Taro. She's a beast. She's a beast. She's very good at it. She's but so she's dope. she's done the work to protect herself. Yeah. She's done that work. A lot of the readers that I know personally, they've done the work to protect themselves. Because a lot of times, we don't think about that. We just go out and do readings for people. We just, be out here doing just go it. out and do spiritual work for them. And come to find out, them niggas literally draining us. They the devil. 
they are the devil, literally, in disguise, trying to take your shit. They out here being R. Kelly and shit. Right. Talking about some, they don't know how to fucking hog tie when they got you seriously hog tied. <laughs> you were on this hog tie. I can't, I can't, go I can't, get, I can't let it go, y'all. Hog tie, I can't let it go. Please, but yes, no boy, I think that's, uh, I think your journey is beautiful, and I think all of you guys' journey is just so beautiful because it shows, like, that it don't take no profound person to come and deem you as someone who should be spiritual. Yeah. It's just something that happens. Sometimes I think these people are fake when they say things like that. You know, back to that. Yeah. Oh, you know, good morning, priest. How are you doing, king? Earth is the kingdom. God is the glory. Like, bitch, God. hi. Earth is the kingdom. God is the glory. <laughs> like, hi. I love it. Right. <laughs> but no, you can't say hi because hi. Hi. Hey guys. Right. Like, fuck it up. My, gra- my grandma hey, used to say that to me. No, my hey, aunt used to say hey, that. Hey, it's for horses, no, first of all. She used to tell me, my aunt used to tell me, um, I would say, like, hello. And she'd be like, oh, yeah, hell is low. And I'd be sitting there, like, damn, that's God. deep. <laughs> but she didn't mean that shit deep. She just wanted to be an antagonistic the, asshole. Me that's either. all she wanted to that's do. That's deep. <laughs> <laughs> so, Adrian, what, what tools have helped you along your journey? Oh, okay. So, for a long time, I was. Definitely one of those people that bought everything. So I got crystals, I was getting candles, I was getting, well, not oils, I was getting everything. So now they have been helpful. I still use crystals. Now I'm trying to bring myself back into a place where, again, where I'm trying not to bring in so many different outside sources. Yeah. So right now I'm, <laughs> so like I, said, I always talk about my family. I, I, I think my family, somewhere, I think somewhere along the line, Somebody in my family did this, like you said. Yeah, I but, think it was my great great grandmother and my mm-hmm. grandmother. And I know my own great grandma on my dad's side. She used to she used to wear rubber gloves all the time. She didn't want to touch us because she was like, "Cause somebody put a root on me." Oh shit! So she didn't want to touch us or whatever. And my mama, she's like, she used to try to take her gloves off. And I'm like four or five years old, and I remember stuff like this. Damn. So, um, but anyway, that was off topic. No, it's so, not. Say it. <laughs> so I'm in this place where everything that I used. To, used to not like about the women in my family, like the whole, oh, you got to, even though you work a nine to five, you still got to be the one to come home to cook. So you got to be, you got to know how to cook. You got to know how to do this. You got to know how to do that. Leave me alone. I've been avoiding all this stuff. I'm like, no, I'm not doing all that. So now I'm kind of in this place where I'm trying to do, use natural stuff like cooking Mm -hmm. as a tool. Don't do it. Okay. (laughs) Cooking, okay. as cool. cooking is witchcraft too. Right. So that type of stuff. That's cooking, not the point. being out. <laughs> camp. We will fight. Okay. <laughs> I will drop this. Knock all this shit over. So like, I'm getting into like cooking and um, or trying to and like just cleaning, making sure like I'm I'm being clean and you know the whole yes. cleanliness is close to guidance and blah 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 and like. Just basically, basically, long story short, trying to get more in touch with my feminine energy. Yeah, cool. So, like yes. now, so I kind of, and I'm trying to, I'm, like it sounds so gross when it comes out of my mouth, but like trying to get more in touch with 
my answer. Like, not necessarily all my answers. Cause, yeah. Because, like, I, I already know I got some, some white ones I don't want to get in touch with. But, um, I mean, period. Just like my great grandmas. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew both of them. But just, they lived that whole life, like, oh, you got to do everything for your family and all this stuff. Yeah. But they were like the, the great cooks, the great keep the house clean and all that stuff. So now I'm trying to tune into that. Yeah. And I'm like, let me see how this can, not even let me see how this can help me. I know. I, it's been basically been revealed to me that this is going to help you. Gotcha. And it's like I don't want it to. Like I don't. Yeah, because that's be not. You're like, oh, this, yeah. that whole subservient thing is like, oh, no, no, we're good. Yeah. So it's like now, kind of being pushed into that with just like now. I, now I want to learn how to cook like everything from scratch, homemade stuff. I'm trying to get into like herb, herbalism yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, and then crystals are still part of that. So I'm trying to like start from, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> so basically in everything that I'm doing, I'm working, trying to redo everything and kind of work myself from the ground up. So Nice. Yes. I'm, I thank y'all both because that's definitely <sighs> helpful I love all y'all. to me. Yes, it's been amazing. I think the tools for me to, it's, it's a couple tools. One has been definitely ancestral work. I have realized that I was doing, I was going through the motions with a lot of it because I, I was just trying to, me being somebody that wanted so badly to be doing the right things constantly and being logical and like, no, this is the right thing to do and this is what we have to do and this is the way we have to do it. Spirit, they literally, after a while, was like, we need you to walk in the common sense that we know you have. And in the t- intuition that we know you have. Stop second-guessing yourself. Stop telling yourself you can't do it because it looks abnormal or because it looks out of what, outside of what somebody else is doing. So for me, because I have a history of sexual trauma, um, being molested as a kid, um, and trigger warning for anyone that may be listening now or later in this reading, Reading, see, look at us in this in this podcast. Um, Same thing. Molest, uh, molested as a kid, uh, was orally raped by a partner, um, and had been sexual assaulted by another partner. And so, growing up in that space, I always felt like no matter what happened to me, it was my fault. So it's like you have to atone for whatever this is. So I put myself in such a small box. Uh, as an individual overall, but especially sexually. So I just put myself in this little space right here, and you can't leave. If you leave, other bad shit will happen to you. Other things will come your way. So I just told myself that this is where I live from now on. I'm just going to be this prim, proper, just... (laughs) When I got pregnant, they looked at me like, is that immaculate conception? Because you getting pregnant. That makes absolutely no sense. And even in that, it was in the quote-unquote sanctity of marriage, even though my ex-husband is complete garbage. So, I, but I told myself, this is what I deserve. This is what, you're supposed to fix it. You're supposed to make it happy. You're supposed to do every, every card that is dealt to you, you have to take that card and take it gracefully. Otherwise, you're, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You are ungrateful. Mm-hmm. How dare we continue to give you life when all you do is, have the audacity to tell you tell us that maybe not i don't really want that so i am really walking into the exploring myself sexually and people take that and go oh so you're just out here hoeing if i was they got nothing to do with you but 
taking myself from literally the ground up, literally from my root chakra, and discovering who I am in that space. So because it's something that I've always been interested and fascinated by, but was shunned by myself and all these other things to not explore it, I'm restarting that process. And I'm starting it from the ground up. And so one of the books that I've started reading, I've been carrying it with me since I bought it, is Pussy Prayers by Black Girl Bliss. Um, it's, I'm on like page 37 and it's already like, oh shit, I didn't know that this was able to do this and I didn't know that you could do that and you could, and in those spaces of creating and manifesting through sex, sex magic, all those sort of things and doing it in a very open, honest and loving way because I am single. I have no plans to try to mess with anything or anybody because I hate everyone at this moment. So it's like, <laughs> anybody were to come to my direction, hey, then no! And it'll be <laughs> it would, that's very much what I'm doing. But at the core of that is me redefining and discovering who I am at my core, what I like, what I don't like, what I love to hear, what I don't love to hear, what I love to say about myself, what I don't love to say about myself on a cellular level. And the tools of books and just listening to my ancestors has been the thing that has flipped that finally for me. For a long time, I'm like, why isn't this thing working? Why do I feel like every time I am with a partner, Physically, emotionally, I'm doing all of the work. I'm the dumping ground. I'm this, and I'm taking that and going, well, this is what I deserve. Somewhere, somebody fucked up, and I'm paying, I'm paying for it. So I just have to take it. And redefining and, re and flipping over that narrative of, no, you don't, and meaning that. A lot of the things that I've said, I made myself a honey jar. And a lot of things I said into that money, um, honey slash money jar, because I did put money in it, too. Um, I put myself surrounded by money in that jar. And, so, <laughs> and a lot of things that I said too, and in making that honey jar, I know even six months ago, I could not have ever been able to say and meant it. I would have gone through the motion, just said it, and hoped somebody it would have, that prayer would have made it past the roof. But this time I was like, yeah. And I don't really care if anybody else agrees. Mm -hmm. This is how I feel. Mm -hmm. There you go, sis. <laughs> so uh, Joy, I have some uh, resources for you as far as sex magic and sexual healing and oh, stuff. Bless. So bless. hit me on the offline. Oh, yes. Hit me on, hit me on the hip. I have a woman in Maryland. I don't know if you still live in Maryland, but Mama Omi, she did my womb healing for me. And that bitch brought my cycle back. So oh. I'm willing to tell everybody about her because she's the truth. Cause you, okay? it's, it's so many people up in Maryland that I have yet to be. I, I go home and go to work. I don't be going nowhere. If I go Same. somewhere. And I want to be able to have these experiences now living in Maryland. I know I'm closer to these things. I think for me, I'm blocking myself because and I think Montreal and I talked about this before the audacity of you existing in your fullness and I'm not afraid of I don't have a fear of failure I have a fear of success and me succeeding and learning these learning these lessons paying off these karmic debts tearing up these contracts severing these ties who the fuck do you think you are and that's the thing that I'm dealing, I'm constantly telling myself, like, do you deserve it? Do you deserve it? And one of the groups that I'm in, 
is that, you know that cartoon, that meme of Spongebob in the coffee shop? He got the coffee th- cup and he's just in there thinking yeah. real mm-hmm. like It's that. And it was like, when you, when the, the things that you manifest and the things that you pray for that are starting to happen and manifest in your life tangibly, and you have to shut off your self-sabotaging brain, which is the things that I deal with on a constant basis with depression, anxiety, and PTSD. So my brain will be like, you don't deserve that shit. Look at you fucking up. Remember that time when they told you to close the door and you ain't closing in time? Man, says, don't give a fuck about you. My brain will be like, say, say shit again, bitch. Say shit again. I said I deserve it. I don't care if you believe it. And that person did not exist before. Normally, I would have just went with that. You know what? Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't deserve this shit. I don't even know why I'm here. I don't even like coffee. Why am I here? It'll be stuff like that. And then now it's like, you don't deserve this shit. Fuck you. I do deserve this shit. (laughs) (laughs) You better spend. And that's me to be. Yes. (laughs) That's me to be. I'm me, but stronger. Like, it's that. That's what I'm dealing with. So, yes, I will take anything that you have and whatever you need from me. Because now I'm getting more into the space of, like, let me... Crack open the door and be like, hey, do you need anything? And so they're just being like, okay, they're going through something. I'm going back away. I'm going back away. I'm going to be all the way in the back. Right. I'm going all the way in the back and be like, hey, girl, I just didn't know what you were going through. And I didn't know. I didn't want to get in your way. So I'm over here. I'm still here, but I'm over here. And that's generally how I operate. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely up because I already sent you my cash app. So I I, I got the notification. Thank you very much. Amen. I can't, I can't tell pop, so I got to do it. It's a three to five day turnaround for the written readings. That's they take right. much longer than a than a recorded one. Totally understand. That's all right. I can't tell okay. pop, so I got to. <laughs> <laughs> Sonya was like, "You are ridiculous," and I was like, "I can't do." I did. <laughs> Troy, what are your what are your Oh my God! Why do I have to? Next time, I'm gonna go first because I'm gonna say something stupid, and you guys will save the day. Okay? It, but we need up, y'all go up. We need the refresher. Like, Here he comes. We need the refresher. With the bullshit. You come in. You come in. You're the you're the sorbet Here of the conversation. So what do I use at this moment? Right now, like Kaylin, I love aromatherapy. My mama loves it as well. So I do like lavender, jasmine oil, little lemongrass, all that shit. I love lemongrass. Love it. Um, Because I work in the mental health field, I work with a lot of like butters too because Mm -hmm. I want to make, like, bitch, I like to moisturize. This is why we're here, (laughs) first of all. Because we moisturize the ash and the mental health Um, through humor, bitch. But I also work with oils within that within the butters too, yeah. and I do a lot of things for like anti anxiety because I work Ooh, with a lot of clients who have anxiety. Yeah. So hopefully when they come around me, they're like, "Oh, it's calm. Right. Like, Thank oh. you for smelling good." So I put like a lot of lavender <laughs> in it, a lot of rosemary, mm-hmm. you know, all the a little tea tree, you know, uh, just yeah. a hit, because <laughs> you can't do it too much. No, you're gonna burn you know? your body. Listen. <laughs> so I do a lot of those things. So I work with crystals. Um, I don't know. No one else really talked about that, but when I do my readings, I kind of do it in like a circle. I put my crystals in a circle, mm-hmm. and I lay it up Ooh. on the floor, and I do it because I, for me, that's like a protection of anything else that's negative. So protection, the circle of crystals, right, crystals around you. Right. Oh, sweet. Um, that's just what I do. Yeah, I like that. Um, what else? I do like salt. I do salt baths as well. Mm-hmm. I do my own sugar scrubs and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I work on a lot of like self care because I think that's important to me, and that's why I started this journey because I wanted to care for myself. It wasn't the purpose of like anyone else. So it's for me. 
when is your Etsy shop opening? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I'm trying to figure out how to do the spiritual bath, so I'm looking yeah. into like different recipes because, like, why well, get it from the shop that is racist when I could just, <laughs> just make it my own and like I could put my own energy into these things? Spiritual and, bath with new and improved racism. That's that's what I'll be talking about when I'm talking about um doing stuff naturally, mm-hmm. like even just like my own baths. Um, right, trying to make my own scrubs and yeah. stuff like mm-hmm. that is just that's trying to kind of what I'm trying to stick with. And it's like because you never know anyone else's intentions. Right, um, I you don't just, know how they were feeling when they touched it. When right, they did it. Yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Even like I just bought a can of the same expedite. I've never op- I've never lit it, and mm-hmm. I probably won't because I don't need it. Um, and I was just, like Caitlin said, you're trying to listen to other people who are more seasoned. Mm-hmm. I don't need it. Yeah. Right. Even when she was saying it, I was like, well. I don't need it. You know, I was like, you sure there's not anything else she would right. say? You sure there's not anything else she would pour say? anything else in? And she was like, take the can. I was like, all right, bitch, I'll take the can. It's $2. <laughs> but that's not one I've never, well, I work with candles too, but I don't think I need like special candles. Yeah. I can buy a regular white candle and put my and own intentions into it. it. Yeah. And I, they that sell can be all that. the spiritual candles at the Dollar Tree. Y'all. Exactly. Oh, sure no. Exactly. <laughs> All the tall seven day candles can yep. be bought as a dollar tree. At and the dollar tree. I'm about to go to Marshall's right now to get my lemongrass. You buy them on Instagram anyway. Dollar tree. Listen. Okay. I get, I'll get all my ancestral candles, them white, tall little candles. Okay. I get all them from Dollar Tree. Girl, you can laugh that bitch up with some olive oil. Exactly. And you go about your business. Same Stop my playing prayer. with me. Stop playing. Here y'all go. Um, See that, why do y'all got me on here? Because we need y'all you to really be this person. We over here telling our sad stories. And here you come like lemongrass candles. I'm about to go get it. (laughs) I need another purple candle. So I was like, I need some stuff. Like, bitch, it's it's gone. Because I worked that bitch down. Okay? It's gone. Every time I light a candle for somebody else, hold on, bitch. Right. (laughs) Make sure I'm protecting that chakra right now. Hold up. Putting that exactly where it's supposed to go. Okay. So I really appreciate um, Kaylin doing that reading because it kind of reminded me that I am... You know, this is an intuitive like space and journey. Yeah. I don't really like. I don't need anybody else telling me what I need. Right. As long as I feel it, and I, you know, doing the things I've always been doing. Yeah. So, like I said, when I was talking to Mama Odie about it, I was like, "Oh, okay, huh? Like, <laughs> maybe, Odie. maybe okay, I should. Okay, maybe I should. Maybe I should. I don't know. Right. And it's, it's so everybody needs to be able to have that space of being like, like we were talking about with Shonda yesterday. Mm-hmm. She was doing exactly what she needed to do, but she was basing it off of what other people had done. Exactly. And it's like, you're already communing with your ancestors. You're doing it your way. Right. But because somebody else does it by the super moon or whatever, you're thinking that yours is invalid. And like, I could no. not listen to Erica Badu and that super moon. I was, I'm still pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do a really nice reading. I want to be real dramatic. Listen you're to Orange Moon in front of Orange Moon. Bitch, it was going to be a great show. It was going to be real ashy. And I could not do it. It was going to be real ashy and massaging this Yeah, thing. I know. Just, just, What's your point? Just baked in massage noir. What's your point? I mean... Okay, cool. Um... <laughs> I ain't talking about that with, with you. I'm talking about that with her. I know. That's what I'm saying. If she was been playing on it, it's just, if I need a little, you know, ashy, <laughs> I have the olive oil with me. I'm about to say, fine. but you don't come ashy. You I know. come correct and moisturized. I try. And you don't want to bring I in ash. I try to teach the girls how to moisturize their body, sis. Exactly. So Take you don't want to bring water. You don't want to bring in Take ash in a moisturizer. Take it. You can't. You don't want to put your light <laughs> underneath ash. Girl, shape. <laughs> True. <laughs> but. I don't know. I, you know, I'm very new to this. Like I said, this is not even a full year yet, and I'm just kind of immersing myself into 
this thing. You know, I, I want to make sure I'm listening to certain people. That's why I come to Adrian. Like, okay, yeah. bitch, what you doing? Because <laughs> is this how it's supposed to be? Because I'm not sure this is what it's supposed to be. And then you kill me with that because I'd be like, yes. <laughs> why, are you, why are you asking me? You already know the answer to this question. <laughs> so here comes Kaylee. Like, hey, girl, hey, just asking questions. Just having um, thoughts. Just had a little thought. Yeah. Just want to make sure this is what it's supposed to be and how it's supposed to be. <laughs> and she does the same thing. But Kaylee's very blunt. She's like, no, nah, I don't know that. All right, all right. Well, talk to you later. Okay. <laughs> well, that's, she was like, uh, that's that or like, no. And no. why would you do that? Um, <laughs> bitch, because I wanted to. But I, I thought it was right. I thought I was, Obviously, doing, I thought I was on something, but guess not. Um, thank you so much for your time. I thought I was on something. Right. So I really do appreciate you guys because it... I don't know. I feel like I can definitely ask you anything, and you like, what the fuck is this nigga talking about? Yeah. You know, like, why the fuck is this nigga asking me questions? Or you know, I don't have to go to a stranger because I feel like that's what we were doing in like the the shops. It's like I'm trying to talk to Mama Odie about this. Yeah. Mama Odie don't know nothing about don't me. Don't know nothing about you. Yeah. But she's trying to um, tell you know, me tell what me I things. need to do. Yeah. And it was like for for you, I was like, okay, that's really on point. But what she was talking to me about, I was like, shit, I don't have nothing to do with court cases. Oh, not yeah. do that. So, are you gonna give me something about me, or are you just gonna talk in general? Mm. So, I don't know. I'm really trying to GPS yeah. my own spirit in a sense. Like I'm trying to, like, like, like the, my practitioner was telling Kaylin, take the GPS offices and get home. And when I'm at, and when I'm in the city, I rarely use the GPS because I need to figure out my own way home. <laughs> I don't care where I'm at. I figure I yeah. always know how to get home. How to get home? I know how to get I 95 and get I was, home. I used to do that in co- in college when I was living down in um, seven five. I used to do the same thing. Like get your ass home. Get home. Get lost so you can figure out how to get home. And you know, oh, one thing about <laughs> my one thing about my grandfather and my mom, and rest in peace, grandpa. But he, he didn't mind getting lost. Yeah. That he don't care. No, he don't have. I'll to, where that. else he got to go? But no home. Nowhere. You know. I get there when I get there. Right. <laughs> and you niggas will see me when you see me. I get there when I get there. And my mom is the same way. She was like, "Well, she doesn't even use the GPS." It's like, "Girl, it's on your phone. Why, what else do you have to do with it?" Right. And she was like, "No, nah, I can, I can I, get home. I get there." It's so I would take time. that as you know, even in this spiritual journey, it's like I'm going to get home. Yeah. Period. I think GPS of uh, uh, the soul. Uh, for my soul. What you yes, say? Yes, I forgot. Damn. It's, it's listen, recorded. I'll listen back to it. Okay, cool. like, That's probably going to be the name of the show. No. So, <laughs> GPS for my soul. But, like, seriously, I want to thank both of you guys because when I started this journey, it was never like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you over there being weird? Right. Well, niggas. Yeah, These understand new my, niggas. Right. Oh, Jesus. So, are there any, like, myths that you guys want to break you know, for the people yeah. who like are are not understanding what tarot is or what spiritual yeah. work is or talking to the ancestors or any of those things like that. Within, uh, give us about two minutes each um, yeah. for your answer. Kaylin, we start with you, sis. Um, I am not loving light all the time. I'm a very oh. realistic person. Girl, I don't believe same. in loving light bullshit. I believe in you being realistic with yourself. Also, another another big thing, spirituality is not always the reason. For why something terrible is happening in your bitch ass life. <laughs> Mercury retrograde is not the reason why your car got repossessed. It got repossessed because you haven't been paying your car now. There's no deeper meaning, no spiritual woo woo meaning for everything that happens in your life. You yeah. just be blessed and have a great day. 
Beloved. Let me tell you no, how. Don't forget the beloved. You gave it right. Beloved. Be blessed, beloved. <laughs> Be blessed, beloved. In your bitch ass life. You mm-hmm. you gave everybody in this room. Everybody in this room let out a sigh of like, ooh. Right. Oh, shit. That is what we needed to hear. All white. <laughs> Agent. Oh, same question. I don't think I have any myths. For me, I'm that type of person that's just like, whatever you believe is right, if it's, that's you, whatever. I think what I have to say is kind of along with her, I'm not always loving like my... One thing, I, was, I will say this, I have some advice. Okay. Just, say it. Just because it. somebody is a reader and somebody is nice, like I like to think that I'm a very nice person, does not mean that you can just come to them anytime and say, give me a read. Yeah, it's not a party you, trick. Right. You ask, you can ask me. But do not come to me and say, give me a reading. Yeah, right. Especially when, when you have no intention of actually doing what I... And right. you're not going to okay. pay me! <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Number one. <laughs> that part. Uh, I, it's the same K- question. Kaylin and I are, are, are freaking parallel right now, because that's the same shit that I be on. But with Love and Light, I, put a, I did a YouTube video a few months back that was like love and light get your ass whooped yes it would it will get and keep your ass whooped because you think that somebody love and light you can talk to them or treat them in your kind of way and they're just gonna like peace and happiness people oh bless it's okay everything's fine everything's a circle time doesn't exist no all of us don't work like that and the realest ones the ones that can help you on some real be the ones that fuck your life up too quick so don't be on some love and light shit thinking that you could just talk to anybody, talk to people any old kind of way. For me, it's because I am doing this work, and this is the thing that my ancestors were telling me as well. People coming up to me and thinking that they can just harp on or hop on the bus because we out here doing work that I'm just I'm just tag along with you. That because I'm doing it actively and I'm doing it out loud that. Um, I'm always okay. Mm-hmm. I am not always okay. I'm I'm not. Mm-hmm. Contrary to popular belief that I ain't got nothing to do with, Fun I'm not fact. always okay. <laughs> and it's okay not to be okay. And in the same way that I should be able to bleed, I don't necessarily have to bleed all over you. You're expecting me to be happy and healthy and love and light all the time. The same way I should be able to bleed. I don't want to, if you have room for me, and Kaylin, since you said that, that has been, I, I, that's my number one rule now. Do I have room for this, and do you have room for me? It's mm-hmm. okay if you don't. Be honest. Let me know. It's gotten to where I, I put that so much in my vocabulary, co- vocabulary. Friends have asked me, hey, I have something to talk about, but do you have room? And I'm so grateful for that, and I always tell them yes or no, and thank you for asking me. And so they just throwing it on me and going, okay, girl, here's everything I have. Figure this shit out for me. All right, girl, bye. Ooh, I feel so much lighter. And then you just dump Dumped all that everything shit on me. On to me and expecting me to perform this amount of emotional labor and spiritual labor because, ooh, you're doing the work, so you know how to do it better than I do, so you do it. it no, it doesn't work that way. It should be transactional. Right. You're asking me for something, and I should be getting something in return. My cash shop is always open as well as my PayPal. So you sh- it should be a transactionary thing. It doesn't have to be always money exchanging. Mm-hmm. Energy is exchanging. Empathy is exchanging. Emotions are exchanging. Don't think you could just dump everything on me. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm just, because I am somehow, because I'm on this spiritual journey and I'm doing it out loud, I'm able to transmute that and turn it into something beautiful. Like, no. I, yeah, I do have the power to transmute it and turn it into something beautiful. That means I want to put in all the work to do it because you decided to come over and dump all your shit on me. Like, no. No. So that's a myth that people need to get off. Like, just because your homegirl over there do cards or because she look like she all right, that you can just, oh, well... Since you're, since you're pretty light, let me throw on this thing. Remember that time my daddy died? Let me just give you all of this. I've been sitting on it for 20 years. Like, uh, no. No, we're not doing mm-hmm. that. No, that myth is dead. You mythbusters, and the myth is dead. For me, um, one, one myth is that you don't need a Ouija board. Okay? <laughs> just to let, let you know, anyone who's thinking about purchasing one, not, you do not need a, no. a Ouija board, put that white shit down. Um, yeah. You're going to bring some shit into your house and try to fit. And then it's going to, full circle, go back into the, well, the spirit world just let loose inside my house. Like, no, right. somebody, and ancestor from. And do not call me. Right. Um, Can you sage my house, girl? Oh, sage wait don't a minute. Work for shit like this. Girl, you the bitch that need to sage. Right. Just get out the house. And, Period. Un- and understand. <laughs> just, just get out the house. Understand that, uh, just to piggyback on sage, understand that sage does not get rid of everything. There it is. Sage does not get rid of everything. Sage is not the end all be all. You have other herbs that you can work with, and sage is being commodified, so maybe y'all should stop using sage as much. You know, I just learned that John the Conqueror root is like $45. Which makes no sense to me, because I paid like $2 for it like six months so, ago. I need so, two white people. <laughs> stop white a lot of y'all, Yeah, a lot of y'all mm-hmm. white people are being like, I'm going to take this, and I'm going to get people to pay for it. I don't, that thing about this big. I don't need you, no. A, a piece of advice, and this is really just for myself, and I'm going to tell everyone else. Um, don't do anything that you're not ready to do. Mm. So if you're not ready to um, work on yourself, if and even talking about spiritual, spirituality or working with spirits, if you're not work, ready to receive the message or even deal with spirits, yeah. don't play with it. Don't play with it. Um, people's afterlife is not something to play with. Mm. Um, That's a good one. Yeah, this is not a game yeah. to people. So yeah, that's that's I think that w- that's the biggest thing even for me. Don't do anything that you're not ready to do. Period. Mm. So if you know you're not 100 percent sure into doing those things, you're not gonna be committed to this. Don't do it. Do yeah. something else. Well, that's that on that today. On white. On um, hey, I can be serious. <laughs> <laughs> you close us out perfectly. So as we wrap up the show, uh, I I want everyone to again go down the list of the services that they do have as quickly as you can so that people can follow you. Let them know whether or not you are currently taking any clients so that you ain't get the inbox of people in your inbox. Be like, oh, girl, you here. All right, here's like, everything. I'm out. I'm out. So, Kayla, we're going to start with you. What is even my Instagram name? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Kaylin Coghill. K-A-L-Y-N-C-O-G-H-I-L-L. I do do bookings through DMs. I'm not, like, well-known enough to be like, no bookings via DM. Can't <laughs> wait to get to that point. But I do do bookings via DM. Uh, my cash app is also my name, Caitlin Coghill. If you just want to donate to me, because there are some decks that me and Montreal have been looking at that I refuse to pay my own coins, you know, for them. But if you guys want me to get these decks, you guys can buy them. Um, and that's the only social media I got. I deleted Facebook, Twitter, all that shit gone. The only way you can find me is on Instagram. Um, if you do DM me about a reading, don't be weird. Like, cause I will ignore you. Don't be on no weird shit. 
Like, if you're if you want to know what an oracle reading is or a tarot reading is, I will tell you. But don't be on that weird shit. Don't be on that weird shit. That's a word for Period. you. Period. That's a word for your ass. Um, Adrian. <laughs> okay, so I'm on YouTube. My YouTube is Divine Journey. Um, just put in Divine Journey Tarot, and I should come up with my my stunning red lip on. Yeah. And Instagram is age underscore does things. So A I G E underscore does things because I just do a bunch of stuff. Things are things to do. And that is it for right now. Are you taking clients right now? I am not taking clients right oh. now. <laughs> <laughs> you got you have to let the folks know. To, yeah, I have to Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta let the people know. Okay. Joy, you want to tell the people who you are? Um, oh, you want me to do it since you closing out? No, um, yeah. Okay, so I am on Instagram. I had to figure out what that name is. It's underscore who said that. That's D-A-T. Um, who said that? Who said that? I said that? You said that. <laughs> Whoever said it, just to come on out and say that because it's not right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do tarot and oracle readings. I've never um, did it for monetary game but, but I can start he's super great um, he's read me a couple so times so I'm on I've Cash App like, oh, I don't shit. know just DM me and I will tell you what that is because I don't know what that is right now well there Bye. you go so, <laughs> and I'm Joy uh, I, that is J-O-I unspeakable underscore on Instagram Joy Donaldson on Facebook and even though I don't use it a lot, I've recently, within the last year or so, got back into Twitter. And if you do decide to follow me on Twitter, that would be great. Um, that is Elemental underscore Ja, J-A-H. And we're here at My Depression's Got Jokes. My Depression's Got Jokes um, is a dope-ass podcast. So Period. we are on Facebook as My Depression's Got Jokes, as well as on Instagram as M, as in Mary, D as in dog, G as in G. I don't understand why you didn't say G. And J podcast. And that's how you can find us on Instagram. We are working to get a Twitter as well. Um, but we are doing, we are media partners and sponsoring Therapy for the Culture, which will take place next Sunday. Um, directly following our show. No, we will not be doing it live from there, but one day we, we shall. But these are friends of the show and also friends of people that are here. Uh, Jess was here is affiliated with the event as well as our friends Deirdre Lucas and Ashley Burton and we will be talking about I know Ashley you I'll know Ashley right yes I love how the circle just comes around so she will be a part of it well she's actually one of the co-hosts along with Deirdre and they will be doing therapy for the culture which is a lens into therapy about therapy from the spaces of black folk. Um, it will be at the Urban Hang Suite starting at 3 p.m. From what I understand, tickets are sold out, but I believe they will be releasing some new ones shortly. So definitely stay tuned to that if you want to follow along. Uh, reach out to Jess was here at, at Jess, J-E-S-S was W-U-Z here. And then look up Therapy for the Culture on all your social media platforms because I'm pretty sure they're everywhere. So... Until next week. Also, also, oh, 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 um, the podcast is now on Spotify. So yes, check shit out. We bitch. are now on Spotify. <laughs> Thank you. We are now on Spotify, and as soon as Apple stop being Apple, an asshole, we, we will for you be home. on Apple soon. <laughs> so until next week, this has been my depression's got jokes. My name is Joy, and I am Montreal. And see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>